Be Graham. Blog Talk Radio. Comments expressed on the J. King Network contain mature content and may be deemed as offensive in nature. However, they may not reflect the same views held by the network itself. So please, use discretion when tuning in. Good morning, Professor Keone. Good morning, Willie Van. Good morning, everybody. My name is J. King. Welcome to Kings in the Morning. With me are my co-hosts. Do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do
You want me to play it? Yeah, hey, Jay, that's my favorite shit. <laughs> so, so you got get these big Ali. motherfuckers exercising. When they hear it, motherfuckers is lazy. That's why they don't like the song. She was like, I want to go. And so she came with me. Um, and, um, you know, I'm a real timely person. I'm not saying Stephanie's not. She's just not as timely as I am. Um, so after Kings in the Morning, I called her and said, yo, you know, we got to be ready by 11. Uh, so at around 11.35, 11.40, I saw her. And um, we went to go see Robert. And we was with Robert for about four or five hours. Got to meet his his um, brother and his father and other some of his other friends. He got a friend that looked like um, remember um, the Adams family. <laughs> Are you saying Robert Redwine got monsters in his room, J.K.? <laughs> What's the uh, good morning, Steve Adderton? What's the uncle's name? <laughs> Uncle Fester? Uncle Fester? Oh, I don't know, but he's a monster. He's got a friend. He's got a friend, I swear to God. He's got a friend that looks like a black oh. Uncle Fester. <laughs> Robert got monsters in his room, y'all. We, we might have to all go visit him, get make him come back. And he got a he got a young brother, and I want to say his younger brother's name Steve. And I swear to God, this is no lie. He looked like he was about seven, eight months pregnant. <laughs> So Robert got monsters and pregnant men in his room, J. King. <laughs> so anyway, but um, so that was just, you know, 
and I'm just, um, you know, I'm observant like that. It's not, you know, not, um, you know, and I just, you know, in my head, I bag on people, right? So, so that was, you know, <laughs> no shit. He's a motherfucker. He's no a shit, motherfucker. JK. That's a motherfucker. He's a fucker. Fuckery, fuckery, fuckery. Like I said. I think it said his his brother looked nine months pregnant. <laughs> but Robert looked good. Robert, you know, I was surprised to see how um, how much life was in him. You know, because when people are in the hospital, they're you know, and they're in their sick, their bodies look sickly. Um, you know, in their face and stuff. But Robert, Robert looked good. I mean, like he, you know, his skin was nice and smooth, and he, you know, he, you know, his, his beard, you know, he got everything. But it, uh, he looked, he looked good. He looked like. Um, and when I started playing the music, he, um, he was responsive. He opened his eyes several times. Um, King, you went to see red wine, but you came back with more jokes. <laughs> uh, I got more where that came from. <laughs> oh yeah, babe. Somebody, his stepdad. Yeah, man, Robert, we go. Yeah, baby, we. You know, Robert, you got to get up, man, so we can go to Vegas. We got to go to Vegas. You know, take take some girls. And he said it like five times. I'm like, motherfucker, can you see that this motherfucker is fighting to get his life back again? But, but it was just. But you know, you start to see the family dynamics. Mm-hmm. You know, his daughter is his protector. Mm-hmm. His daughter is, and thank God, thank God for her. Because Why what you I say found that? out was that, well, because you know, um, when when Robert, when they first found Robert, um, there's a lot of speculation, lots of lots of speculation, a lot of things that that happen that people don't know, you know that make you say, hmm. Um, when Robert first got sick, his brother uh, and some other people, they, they literally um, ransacked his apartment looking for shit. Damn. His family. Yeah, yeah man. You know, you know, God damn. Like, yeah, you know, somebody, man, Robert gone. What? Yeah. Oh, who got the key to the house? It was that kind of shit. Who oh, man. Yeah. That's fucked Where the medicine up. Is? Where the medicine That's is? why. Where the goddamn that, things and watches. That's why I um. That's why I give money to Joni, to his daughter. Yeah. I know what she's up against. When you um, when you have a family, that um. I mean, and so I'm not there, right? But I could see, and so I asked the pointed question because some of his friends were there, some of the people that's supposed to love him, and I said. And I asked Joni in front of them, I said, why haven't any of his family, why haven't any of his friends given money to him go find me? You know, why, why haven't any of his friends given, I said, you know, we've given more money from this side to the GoFundMe than people, um, than people that are, that are there right there. That's, that, and Robert do a lot of good stuff in the community. Robert feed people. You know, Robert house people. Robert do a lot of good shit in the community. And you would think that if you don't nobody else step up, they would. Um, 
Yeah. <laughs> Keone said, Red Wine's pregnant brother ransacked his, his, his house. Yeah, his house. Good morning. I mean, his apartment. Good morning, Reggie. Yeah. So what I want to do, what we're going to do, Robert's birthday, his 61st birthday will be February, uh, I want to say 13th. Uh, so we're going to do a fundraiser for him on February 17th. February 13th is a Tuesday, I believe. February 17th is a Saturday. And I'm going to call Karen White, Michael Cooper, and Dwayne Wiggins from Tony, 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 people that I know that know red wine, and get them to um, and get them to perform. And we're going to do we're going to do a musical um, uh, fundraiser. So anybody who want to get involved, let us know. Uh, and um, but which was good. I just wanted to just sit there with him. I just wanted to just sit with him and just I just play music and just let the music play. Just well, will you do that it. for me now, please? I don't the want one the money. Thing I'm I just want you to pick. Let me tell you what I'm gonna do for your big ass. I'm gonna keep pushing well. plates away from you. Okay. I'm gonna push plates away from you, and then I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna get you walking somewhere. <laughs> no plates. <laughs> no, no motherfucking acrylic plates and bed. no paper plates, nigga. Sit beside my bed and talk and just just chill out. Shelly Why are you said, always in a hurry? That's five months away, God willing, he will still be around. Um, Shelly, um, Robert, Robert Shelly, Shelly is fucked up. Yeah, okay. Robert ain't. So one she thing don't I recognize when I went there is Robert is not dying. Okay. Robert's body is healthy. Robert's body is healing itself. You know, um Yes, Shelly. So I don't I don't I don't see Robert and, and, and say, Oh oh my God, you know, I hope he make it. I see Robert and say, you know, I I wonder what time it's gonna kick in. I believe Robert's eyes are gonna open. I think even when he's coughing and stuff, I think he's trying to talk. Yeah, you know that that he's well, you know, to, but you know, yeah, that's beautiful. And I think his, I think his brain is very functional. He what you know, um, yeah, that's the main if, thing. If I could compare it to when I used to when we used to go see DP, you knew DP DP's body looked sick. He looked you know his his whole you know you could tell that something was wrong. Um, Robert looked like he's resting. Looked like he's sleeping. Um, you know. Yeah. Yeah, right on then, Jay. We appreciate that info. And, and unlike Shelly, her ass is alive and her body look like it's dying. Her fucked up ass. <laughs> Tell Ali to shut the fuck up when it comes to my family. That's what Shelly said. Shelly needs nuts. <laughs> uh, all my nuts, too. You can put them all in your mouth, Shelly. Professor Keone said, King, you're going to lose that battle with polygrip. You would win if you push forward. <laughs> you lose if you're pushing, trying to push away. Whatever. I don't have the energy. Uh, no, I would win pushing away, Professor Keone, because I'm pushing the, the plate away. That means he got to move. He's moving. That means he's losing weight. He's working out. 
and I'm helping you. If I push toward him, all he's doing is stuff and stuff and stuff and stuff. Now he is stuffing muscle. Mm-hmm. Punk ass Shelly. Her whole Shelly body looks healthy. But, but uh, yeah, she agreed with I what? Agree. He's trying to pull through. I'm praying every day for Shelly. You got to do more than praying, Shelly. You got to do some workout and get rid of that dead-ass stomach you got on your body. <laughs> How you know Shelly got a stomach? I've seen her pictures, Jane. That's why she on here. She ain't got nothing to do but sit up here and talk on the phone in the morning, drinking coffee and eating biscuits and shit. <laughs> you just, you just I thought you were going What about being nice in the morning? No, no, she over here throwing darts and shit. She throwing right. darts and talking shit with her crazy motherfucking ass. Lay off the cream, man. I got nine Fred, Fred, right Fred, Fred, let's me and you let let's me and you wipe the slate clean and start all over from right now. Can we do that? If you, shit, honestly, he can. Honestly, honestly, you can't honestly, do it, Jay. You can't do it, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm the one who, I just made the recommendation Jay you I ain't gonna do shit As soon as somebody Write one of them fucked up Yeah go ahead Yeah I talked to a fuck ass Friday, Friday night right, Saturday morning Saturday morning Sunday morning And it's yesterday mm. morning And trying to get him to squash the shit And he still come on this show this morning With the same shit Yeah mushroom shit I know what you're talking about, Fred. I know exactly what you're talking about. I got, got your back. Guinea Google. He got them Guinea Google yeah. uh, motherfucking Shelly. Yeah. And then she got Bagman, yeah. that fucking super cop motherfucker that ride a motorcycle and looks spooky, throwing shit at me. Uh-uh. Yeah. You can't cut it. I do want to tell a story. I did. You know, I write children's oh. stories. I bet. <laughs> Come on, Ali. Don't, yeah, don't, don't bite into his shit, man. Don't bite into his shit. What, Ali? Shelly said, Ali, what's your address so I can send you and Fred a fat stripper and some burritos? Don't don't send us don't send us no pictures of your ass, Shelly. We don't want to see it. Don't try to sell your shit this way. Um, good shit. You know. Oh, so Freddie the my rhin I want to do a story um on Freddie's rhinoceros. Now, let me just say this before we get started. Freddie the rhinoceros and Fred on Kings of the Morning are two different Freds. They're not even the same Fred. Freddie <laughs> See, he over here talking. I thought Freddy. you cutting a new right. slate, Jay. Why you doing it? I thought you said you was doing a new slate. But his I, name I, happened to be Fred or Freddie. He got he got he got to throw a motherfucking dart. I'm not talking about Fred. Hey, everybody gonna think he's talking about you, Fred. He's a jackass, man. That's why it's hard is to a respect for this. That's why it's hard to respect for this legendary, very articulate, very successful man. That's why I call him a whole bunch of motherfuckers, and you motherfuckers don't y'all don't get it. Y'all respect him for his worth and what he does in the community and all that bullshit, but he he, he fucks with me constantly. <laughs> what, Fred? Say it, Fred. 
What are you talking about, Fred? <laughs> Fuck you. Uh, <laughs> come on with the hippopotamus joke, man. Come on with the yeah, hippopotamus shit. Let's get this shit going. <laughs> See, I hate this motherfucker. Wow. He called it. He said, I ain't talking about Fred. I'm talking about the, the rhino. I done begged you all weekend, man. This is a chicken shit motherfucker. I begged his ass all weekend. Fred, this ain't got nothing to do with you. This motherfucker. Good morning, Mark Anthony. Clayboard, this has nothing to do with you. Freddy the rhinoceros. It's just a rhinoceros named Freddy. Your name is Frederick. You call yourself the Fred rhinoceros. Nobody's no, we call him Fred, Fred the rhinoceros. The, the, the raspberry Fred. rhinoceros. No. So, see, that's another. So, Ali might be talking about another rhinoceros that has something to do with you. I'm not. Oh, I'm not no, talking I'm about a rhinoceros. Good morning, Dale Bernie. <laughs> Freddy the rhinoceros was a little rhinoceros who wanted to be a little boy. Hmm. Freddy, Freddy the rhinoceros <laughs> was born in the zoo. <laughs> and his father, they called him Big Freddy. And... <laughs> That sounds like you, Fred. I swear to God. Man, that motherfucker know what he's trying to do. He 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 getting in y'all head. I'm not. At, I'm at telling the story of Freddie. That, that nigga son, he, he sounds like he's making up the story along as he goes. That's what he sounds like. <laughs> so Big Freddie was born in the wild. He grew up in the wild. He was captured. <laughs> And Freddie, the rhinoceros, um, <laughs> no, Snitchy Smurf, uh, Freddie, the rhinoceros, is not from Texas, but he is at the Texas Zoo. <laughs> Stop this right now. Fuck him, man. Go ahead and get it over with. When you be in them council meetings, do it take you this long in them council so meetings and you boss a neighbor? Hurry up with the shit. <laughs> this is the longest story I ever heard him tell. One day, little Freddy the rhinoceros was playing with kids. And <laughs> the gate opened. <laughs> <laughs> John Beckman said, can I come clean on something? I hate to say this, but whenever I have diarrhea, I always tell Donna, I have a bad case of the Fred. I don't know why, but it's true. I would see, I would correlate that with you. That's not very nice, John. Freddie is something totally different than Fred. So, so Freddie 
little Freddie the rhinoceros, he he wanted he he went outside the gate and his father said, Freddie, little Freddie, come back over here. He said, But Dad, I want to play with the kids. Freddie, you cannot go out and play with the kids like that. And and little Freddie didn't understand why. That that why? Uh, the, the kids like me and, and, and I like the kids. Yeah, aren't I a kid too? And Fred, Freddie's father had to sit him down, little Freddie. You are a baby rhinoceros, but you're not a kid. People will find you very dangerous. But Dad, I just want to have fun. With... <laughs> I just want to have fun with the kids. And. The gate and, and one of the gatekeepers, I mean, one of the the um, zookeepers saw the gate opening and he shut it, and he said, "No, Freddie, little Freddie, and big Freddie, um, Dre Hines, neither of their names is Fred. Their names are not Fred or Frederick. It's Freddie, F R E D D I E, Freddie. Okay, so that's their name." Freddy the Rhinoceros, Little Freddy, and Big Freddy. So his dad sat down to tell him, Little Freddy, people will find you dangerous. Human beings don't understand that you just want to have fun like any other young person or any young being. But, Dad, that's not fair. I know, Freddy. But this is the way of the world. These are the laws of the land. So little Freddie was upset, and he goes, he runs back into the cage, and he stays in there all day. He doesn't play with the kids. His father is like, Freddie, do you want to come out and see the kids? No, father. Freddie's mother finds out what's going on. Her name is Marie, and. Marie says to Big Freddy, Big Freddy, what's going on? Why is little Freddy acting this way? Marie, I don't know. He thinks he's a kid. He thinks he can play with the kids. Well, Big Freddy, you understand why, don't you? No, I don't. I don't. Well, that's because you were born in the wild. But little Freddy, he was born right here in the zoo. All he knows is little kids and playing with them. I know, but you know, Marie, the human beings, they're so fragile, and they get so hyperventilated when something happens if one of the animals, which is what they call us, and you know it, whether we like it or not, gets out of his cage. Today, this morning, the Gate was open, and one of the gatekeep, one of the zookeepers, was really upset. And I just had to talk to little Freddie. Well, I want to talk to him. I don't know if it'll help, Marie. Well, let me talk to him, Big Freddie. He's in the cave. Little Freddie? Yes, Mom. What's wrong? I can't play with the little kids, but I played with the little kids all my life. I used to be able to go outside the gate. Now Dad says I can't go outside the gate. 
Well, little Freddie, let me tell you why. You're growing up to be a big rhinoceros. And even though you're not as big as your father, this <laughs> you one day will be. And, and when you become big, like your father, you, people will come from all over the world to see you. But they'll see you as dangerous because, well, because you're stronger than they are. You don't understand your strength like they do. But, Mom, the kids, they come and they want to pet me and they want to ride me and they want to... I know. I know. I know. (laughs) But the older you get, the more that can happen. You are, after all, a rhinoceros. And rhinoceroses are different than human beings. However, human beings love and respect us. That's why they come and see us in the room. So, so Mom, what you're saying is that um, I can still pet by and, and still have friends, but I have to just be careful because I'm getting bigger? Exactly. Okay. Thanks, Mom. Mom, why didn't Dad just say that to me? Well... Little Freddie. <laughs> You're dead. <laughs> You're dead. They can't even shit. That's a lot. Look at him turning it into Frederick now. Look at him. See? See? <laughs> there you go. He at the top of his bullshit. There you go. You want to know how come that Jay Jude started drinking again? He dropped a motherfucker to drinking, want to hang themselves. He didn't kill about four, five motherfuckers. He is at the top of his bullshit right now. Motherfucker on something. Well, I food. never use drugs. I Your never use drugs. Were you crazy than a motherfucker already? And he didn't learn how to explain things. That's why I'm your mom. We just love See? him, okay? Thanks, Mom. Dad, I can come out and play now, okay? Okay, son. I'm glad I was able to help you. Thank you. Oh. <laughs> That's a story of... <laughs> <laughs> Good morning. Good morning, Cassie. <laughs> now you gotta read what these you, motherfuckers say. Now you gotta read everybody's uh, shit. Little Freddy's. Now you gotta read what they say, Fred. Yeah, you know that's how you get down. Man. Yeah. <laughs> um, so should we should we applaud? Should we clap? Should we clap? Or should we yeah, do? I need creative. I move on. Thank you. Thank you. All right. First, no. first you have the crooked lion, and now Freddy the rhinoceros. This is indeed right. a very cool show. Good morning. Uh, here come this motherfucker. Robert, here come that Canada right. motherfucker. Good morning. Good morning. Get his ass. Get his ass. I laugh my ass off on this show. Uh, but Freddy the rhinoceros. So we're, there's going to be a series of Freddy the rhinoceros. Oh, fuck. 
<laughs> Damn. <laughs> they have nothing to do with you, though, Fred. Freddie the Rhinoceros has nothing to do with you. You got to remember that. When you listen to these stories, don't don't think, don't put yourself in it. It's a rhinoceros named Freddie, not you. Your name is Frederick. Frederick or mm-hmm. Fred, not Fred. But when, you, but, but when you keep the series going, it's going to confuse people, Jay. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> no, um, it's just little Freddie and his dad learning each other and, you know, and as little Freddie becomes big, bigger and bigger, he's going to be, you know. Um, mm-hmm. John Beckman said, oh. uh, uh, there you go. Today is Monday, mm-hmm. Monday, September 25th, 2023. Uh, the uh, daily word is forgive. Brother Reverend Ali, are you doing the word of the day? Yes, sir. I got the word of the day. Brother Reverend Ali is doing the word of the day. I'm going to do the daily word, forgive, F-O-R-G-I-V-E. Forgive him, friend. Seeing from, seeing from divine love within, I forgive others and myself. I remember times when I felt so relieved to be forgiven for something regrettable I had said or done. Knowing I had hurt someone's feelings or caused them pain was difficult to bear. Receiving the gift of their forgiveness helped me move forward and forgive myself. I keep this in mind, and when when I am hurt by the words or actions of another, especially one to whom I feel close, when they come to me with words of apology, I listen. I do not deny my pain, but I'm willing to move beyond it. I may pray for the strength and grace to forgive. I see the one who hurt me as worthy of God's love and forgiveness because they are divine of divine being just as I am. I forgive, and as I do, I feel light and free. Today's Bible verse is Ephesians 4.32. Be kind to one another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another as God in Christ has forgiven you. Brother Reverend Amen. Ali, what is the word of the day? OG, the word of the day is shingles, spelled S-H-I-N-G-L-E-S. And the definition for shingles, OG, is a acute viral inflammation of a sensory ganglia of spinal and cranial nerves. Cranial nerves, I'm sorry. Let me see if I can use that in a sentence. Shingles look normal on everybody that has them, but they look like monsters on Shelly. Shingles. Deduction. <laughs> nah, you didn't do that when she was talking shit about me. You, you just, you know, went on with it. But see, I see how you, you, know, you, you with the white folks on Mondays. So you never, you never fell us. So Captain Saverhole alert. Captain Saverhole alert. Captain Saverhole alert. Captain Saverhole alert. Uh, you feel better now, Fred? Are you better now? Um, no, 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 no
He's triggered. Like the Boston Nova music, nigga. How many of you guys, let me ask you a question. How many of you guys believe in God? Who believes in God? I do, for sure. I don't I don't believe in him. I know him. There's a difference. He's my, he's my father. He's my personal savior. Who, who believes? How many believe there's a God? Do you believe there's a God that 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 made all things, Brother Reverend Ali? I know there's a God. Okay. What about you, um, Potter? John Beckham. Uh, I, 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 yeah. I would say yes. Yeah. Okay. He said he would Pretty say high. yes. This nigga's the devil. He's a devil. Well, no, because, he's because, no, because it's a... Listen to this. Had a title raised. He says yes. I, I wouldn't call it God because that's God is a title. It's not really a name. That's a oh, Lord. How many, Here we go with this bullshit. How many of you guys believe in the Bible? Jelena says she do. Jenna Marie says she does. Shelly said I definitely believe there's a higher power. That's why all like, they all messed up though. They act like they believe in the devil. How many of you guys believe in well, the Well, the devil at the root really means deceiver. Uh, and we I do know there is deception in the earth. said somewhat Charles uh, Six Eyes is um, praying hand, so he does. Anybody who who believes in the Bible? Daphne says yes. Uh, John Bible? Beckman said, I believe certain people should not call themselves reverend. <laughs> <laughs> I believe uh, a lot of people else? shouldn't mess with reverence either. Reverence will kill else? you. How many people <laughs> believe in the church? How many of you guys believe in the church? Belief in the church. I believe the church exists. Many, That's about it. How many believe in the church? Believe in the church as a spiritual sanctuary? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I'm going to play something for you guys. I don't think hell exists. I happen to believe in life after death, but I don't think it's got a thing to do with reward and punishment. Religion is always in the control business, uh, and that's something people don't really understand. It's, it's in the guilt-producing, control business, and if you have heaven... It's a place where you're rewarded for your goodness, and hell is a place where you're punished for your evil. Then you sort of have control of the population, and so they create this fiery place, which has quite literally scared the hell out of a lot of people throughout Christian history. Mm-hmm. And it's part of a control tactic. But wait a minute, you're saying that hell—the idea of a place under the earth or somewhere where you're tormented for an eternity—is actually an invention of oh, yes. the church. I think the church fired its furnaces hotter than anybody else. <clears throat> but I think there's a sense in most religious life of, of reward and punishment in some form. The church doesn't like for people to grow up because you can't control grown-ups. That's why we talk about being born again. When you're born again, you're still a child. The people don't need to be born again. They need to grow up. They need to accept their responsibility for themselves in the world. What do you make of the theology, which uh, is pretty quite prominent, these days in America, which is that there is one guaranteed way not to go to hell, 
and that is to accept Jesus as your personal Savior. Yeah, I grew up in that tradition. Um, every church I know claims that we are the true church, and they have some ultimate authority. We have the infallible Pope. We have the inerrant Bible. The idea that the truth of God can be bound in any human system, by any human creed, by any human book, is almost beyond imagination for me. I mean, God is not a Christian. God is not a Jew or a Muslim or a Hindu or a Buddhist. All of those are human systems which human beings have created to try to help us walk into the mystery of God. I honor my tradition. I walk through my tradition. But I don't believe my tradition defines God. Life is a startling and wondrous experience. And eventually, I think we're going to discover that God is unfolding through the life of our consciousness and our self-consciousness and is not a parent figure up in the sky. But I believe because I'm related to something that is not bound by time and space that I will share in whatever God's eternity is. I don't think hell exists. So, well, some people will call that controversial. That, um, that, that God um, and the church are not connected. That God is a being that's the power that created everything, but he's not the power that we worship every Sunday. How many people would, would, would challenge that? Good morning, Kente. What up, what up, there? Hello? What up? Might as well let you Yeah. I'm up here working, man. This is work for me. Uh, I don't mean to interrupt you. Marie, why you make a drop there? Shit talking. Why you make a drop there? Say that again. Um, John Beckman said, I attend, I attend the church about five or six times a year, and each time I go to confessional, I ask for prayers and forgiveness for my sins of kings in the morning every day. Jay Hines said, that makes more sense than anything I've heard in quite some time. Um, uh, Smitchy Smurf says, James 127, pure and genuine religion in the sight of God. The Father means caring for orphans and windows in their distress and refusing to let the world corrupt you. Uh, Jelena says, I understand how he came to that understanding. Um, so Christianity is divided between Eastern and Western theology. And um, so in, in these two divisions, there are six branches. So you have Catholicism. Protestantism, Eastern Orthodoxy, Anglicanism, Oriental Orthodoxy, and Assyrianism, Assyrians. Oh. And then they have, so they, so Christianity has more than 45,000 denominations globally. 45, more than 45,000 denominations of Christianity globally. And everybody believes they're right. 
and every version of Christianity <clears throat> will use the Bible to prove their right. Jehovah's Witnesses will tell you that they go directly, they go strictly by the scriptures. And then the Bible says to not um, celebrate man's traditions. So that's why they don't celebrate birthdays and and holidays, because those are based in paganism. Pagan believed that there was a, a God for every month of the year. And Esther was the goddess of fertility. That's why the Easter bunny represents Esther or Easter. Now, what the Christian church did was take Easter and make it the resurrection of Jesus Christ. The same way they took the winter solstice, which is a pagan holiday, and made it Christmas, which is his birth. John Beckman said, what I don't like about the Catholic religion is they don't let the fathers and nuns marry. I believe if they did, all these molestations in that religion would be way down. You're right, John. So um, I want to say that this is uh, Donald Grammer. Good morning, Donald Grammer. Morning. And How did you know it was Good morning. Me? Because of one one one. Good morning, Reese. Good morning. Good morning. I'll let Donald Grandma go first because I have a lot to say about that clip you played. Donald Grandma, do you want to go first? Well, you've moved on to someone. I'd have to flash back to what you said. Christianity. Well, what, what did you want to talk about? What did, what, what did you want to comment on? Yeah, Christianity, I do know for a fact, is true. Can you give us the evidence, please? I'm sorry, I didn't hear you. We can't hear what you said. What did you say? God has provided. I'm sorry. God what? God has provided a way for us to connect to him through his son, Jesus Christ. And I know that is Mm -hmm. true. Mm Mm-hmm. I didn't receive what the Apostle Paul received where he had a personal interaction with Jesus Christ. I didn't get that yet. Mm-hmm. So I know it is then how do you know Christianity because Christianity means Christ-like. That means you believe, in this, you believe in Jesus Christ. You believe in God's Son. So There was nothing in the Bible I do know that, that said anything about Christianity. I'm sorry? There's nothing in the Bible that says anything about Christianity. Yes, there is something in there about Christianity. Yes, no, the absolutely not. It wasn't even formed. It wasn't even formed then, so that's not true. That was yes. Christianity is is mentioned in the Bible, and that's in the Book of be. Acts. If you read that, where if you believe it, don't say where 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 where, where, where in the Bible was it mentioned? Is I mean, mentioned? I I. I You'd have to go to the book of Acts and start at the beginning. You don't read the Bible. I mean, at least I didn't read it in part. Um, I read it Donald through its entirety. And Christianity is mentioned in the Bible. Donald Grammar, there is nothing in the Bible that the, the, Christian, the word Christianity is not mentioned in the Bible. 
It's not mentioned in the Bible. It can't be. Well, just because it didn't, just because the word, you didn't find the word, but it doesn't mean that it's not true. I know oh, it's true Lord. because I had a personal, I, I've had a personal experience with Jesus. I, I mean, um, not Jesus Christ himself, but his Holy Spirit. And mm-hmm. he is real. Hold on. I had the I, um, I had this. the opportunity to lead some the word Christianity the word Christian not Christianity yeah. the word Christian is used three times in the New Testament Acts mm-hmm. eleven twenty six Book of Acts Acts twenty six twenty eight mm-hmm. and First Peter four sixteen the original usage in all three New Testament verses reflects a derisive element element in the term Christian to refer to followers of Christ who did not acknowledge the emperor of Rome. So mm-hmm. I don't know the difference between the New Testament and the Old Testament. Somebody with knowledge would have to tell me that. Um, yeah, the difference between the Old so, Testament and the New Testament is the Old Testament to, uh, as far as we know, God communicated with man. Jesus Christ communicated with man in the New Testament. That's the difference between the two. Okay. Um, Reese, you said you had a lot to say. Go ahead, say your lot. Yeah, I mean, there's a. Unfortunately, the the clip that you played with the host, uh, who's a host on Dateline, uh, who's the guy interviewing him. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I okay, get the whole idea. Reese, what? You're a little muffled. Sorry about that. Okay, I get the secular, the secularist review of Christianity, and that's why that particular clip I think is biased because it's an attack on Christianity as a whole, and that's just a very elitist view of you know attempting to dismantle modern day Christianity as a cult. So that whole clip and that gentleman is in essence to foster that. So that's why I don't really take any um, any credence out of that. But you did say something I found interesting, Jay King, when you said, do you believe in the church? And I always get missed by that premise because I don't think the church is even designed for you to believe in. I don't know what's wrong with your phone, Reese, but you sound... Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm going to take my – how about that? Does that work better? Much better. Okay. So what I'm trying to say is, is that the part about believing in the church, the reason why I have a problem with that premise is because I don't think the church was ever designed to, as a place to believe in. It's like giving it a deity status. I think the church is a house of worship. And you take it as it comes. People go there. Um, I just talked to a gentleman yesterday who talked about the one thing he didn't like about the church is that when they're in, in service, everybody's talking about being good to your fellow man and accepting all others and intertwining with the community. And then after church was over, everybody formed their own cliques and, you know, were exclusionary in their own usual way. Like, it, the church in and of itself gives it, you know, that's the, the problem that I have with it is putting more pressure on the idea of church instead of what church is for. People abuse that, the house of worship in well, many ways because man is man. Because, that's because um, man and preachers have put emphasis yeah, on the church right. as being the house of the Lord. 
Right. Man is man. And that's the way I look at it. It's just like, you know, so when the church is but a vehicle, say, but, but so it's you poorly you utilized. You believe in the church because the church is God's house. That's how man has right. position. It's supposed to be. It's supposed to be. Like yeah, I said, man so is man. Do you believe, so do you believe but in the God didn't create the church. the church. Man did. Right. Yeah, exactly. Right. That's, that's what I said. It's man is man, and the church is a vehicle, you know, to which, which to be used. If it's utilized poorly and you're putting faith in it, then that's more on the person putting the utility on. Church. Good morning, Jeff Carlin. Good morning. Uh, and so, and if and if God, if God um, is Almighty, why is He always asking for money? <laughs> yeah, if you believe God is asking for money, yeah. <laughs> Um, God doesn't have a uh, GoFundMe. Vertical said they need to learn about tithing because tithing had nothing to do with money. Uh, Six Eyes says you are the church. Yeah, of course. Why am I giving so much money to the church? One hundred percent. Right. One hundred percent. To be honest with you, if you are giving all your money to the church, or if you are giving so much money to the church. You are the sole responsibility of what you give. No one's forcing you to do anything. If you believe that that is a well, that's not you know, true. that brings you. That's, that's not true, Reed. No, no, no. If you believe that tithing gives you salvation, yeah, but then no, the, but, the, um, let me the onus. I'm going to play something for you. Creflo Dollar. Okay. Telling church to tithe. I'm going to play something for you. Okay. Is there going to be a video of Creflo Dollar reaching in everybody's pocket? <laughs> yeah, he needs another. He needs another jet, actually. Yeah, but I mean, like I said, right, if you, unless you see the preacher, you know, turning people upside down to jiggle all the change out their pocket, it is their responsibility. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I mean, Jay has a real big problem with people taking onus of their own response or having their own responsibility. If you give to the church and you believe, you know, and you believe in giving the church that that is your salvation, that's on you. Hold on, watch this, Reese. Yes, sir. So so this is a preacher, okay? Mm -hmm. You're in the church. You're at this church, Reese, and this is what your chief Mm -hmm. preacher says to you. Now, you know, we're under the blood of Jesus, so we can't shoot and stone people like we used to. All we have to do is repent, and God will forgive us and, and take us where we need to be. But I tell you that if it wasn't for the blood, there'd be a whole lot of us being stoned and being in hell right now, but over the time. But for the blood of Jesus, we'd be doomed. I mean, I thought about when we first built the dome, I wanted to put some of those little moving bars and uh, give everybody a little card. and They stick it in a little computer slot. If they were tithing, beautiful musical to go off and, you know, welcome, welcome, welcome to the world, dog. <laughs> but if they were non-tithers, the bar would lock up, the red and blue lights would start going, the siren would go off, and a voice would go throughout the entire dog, crook, 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 crook. Security would go and apprehend them, and once we got them all together, we'd line them up in the front, and pass out Uzi's by the ushers. 
we point our, our, our doozies right at all those non-tithing members because we want God to come to church. And at the count of three Jesuses, we'd shoot them all dead. And then we'd take them out the side door there, have a big hole, bury them, and go ahead and have church and have the anointing. Aren't you glad we're under the blood of Jesus? Because if we were not under the blood of Jesus, I would certainly try it. If you take time to talk. The time correctly, it's impossible to go to hell. Because you're doing all of that, man, tithing will keep you in heaven. It'll keep you in the presence of God. We know the tithe, according to this, we're believing right now that the tithe is the covenant. I'm telling you that your tithe is your covenant connector. I'm telling you that all the promises that God ever gave you, you cannot get them without being connected to them with the tithe. I'm telling you the only way you're going to get hooked up to healing is through the time. I'm telling you the only way you're going to get hooked up to prosperity, deliverance, or any promise in the Word of God is through the time. We thank you for So, what would you say, Reese? Yeah, again, I still stick to my earlier notion. It is up to the receiver of said message. I mean, like I said, until you show me yeah, the but video, when you the go guy... to a church... If, yeah, that's Crepo Dollar. If you go to a church yes. and you're going there um, and, and the preacher, the person that you look up to, the teacher, the spokesperson, the guy, is telling you that you have to tithe. Uh, hold on. Um, Pastor Lovelace is calling in. Well, Jay, before you go into Pastor Lovelace, let me ask you the question. Why does he okay. have dominion? Why does he have dominion? Because you say he does? Good morning. No, no, um, Reese, because you're in his because you're in his space and because, and, and because he can make you an outsider in his space. But I'm not going to get into it with you um, because I know that how you do. I know you 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 like to make the argument. I'm just I'm, asking the question. I'm question. going to let I'm going to let Pastor Lovelace. I'm gonna let Pastor Lovelace ask the question. Jay can thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um Reese as Reese was about to say, who gives him dominion? And I want to answer the question. God gives him dimension dominion. See, when you're in the house of the Lord, you no longer have control. Of yourself, God has control of you and the preacher as the spokesperson for God. And as you all know, I am definitely a spokesperson for God. I have spoken to Him several times through the Son Jesus Christ. He sat down with me in my study. He sat down with me in my backyard. Uh, as a matter of fact, just a few days ago, we sat down and had some. the Son, Jesus Christ, and I. And he said to me, when you come across people like Reese on the radio Hopkins that want to know about dimension, you tell him, preacher, that I give you authority over him to tithe, that he must. If he's going to make it to heaven, he must tithe. If he wants his company to grow, he must tithe. If he wants his marriage to last, he must tithe. 
And once he knows these things, once they've been brought to him, it is his duty two times or bad things will happen in his business, in his life, in his marriage. Now that you know this, Reese on the Radio Hopkins, I want you to send to me today an offering, a tithe of $1,000. So let me tell you why. I'm going to help you. I'm going to help you build your life the right way. I'm going to help you and Rosie love each other on another level, on a spiritual level. $1,000 right now, I want to um, Pastor Lovelace, dollar sign, Pastor Lovelace now. Again, dollar sign, Pastor Lovelace now. I want to see the $1,000. And then, Reese, for the next mm, 12 months, for the next 12 months, I would like to see $1,000 a month, and I want you to come back here on Kings in the Morning and tell them how tithing has changed your life. Do we have a deal, son? Fuck and no. I wish you would just admit that you think this congregation I, – I wish you would just admit. To just be honest with us and just say you believe that his congregation is stupid and don't know any better. Just say that humans are dumb. Because well, you're, you're giving him you, more power. You are giving no son. I just told you what can happen in say your life. that they're dumb. If you give $1,000 to Pastor Lovelace, just, and I will get it. Just say that they're son. stupid. Listen to me, Jay. son. I am talking to Jesus in my backyard every day. Yes, yes, day. I'm sure you are talking to Jesus. I'm will, uh, listen, I believe you talk to Jesus. You must be talking to somebody, but you're not talking you're to not me. Please. And what I just asked you was, Bless I wish you would just admit Lord. that people Help who go to church are idiots. Life. And they, they're too the stupid to know they're being hoodwinked. Just say and that. And prophets from all over the world who are trying to help him get his life in order. Please, Lord, get this mm-hmm. man, have this man to be a gift. Are you? And I'm sorry, sir. Are I'm, you I'm praying to the Lord on your behalf? I know, and, and I'm sure you will bring me good tidings. Can you just admit that you think that they're rubes who are too stupid to know they're being duped? Just <laughs> say that. Uh, <laughs> You know what it is, Reese, what I really believe it is, is that people who, who, and I'm not saying every minister, every pastor, uh, good morning, Lucky Witherspoon, is the same, but there's a large majority of them that understand that people are looking for hope. That's why they come to church. That they, of course. That they don't know what else to do. And so, you know, um, remember when we used to read the uh, the things, the emails I used to get, um, and it was a, my brother, I am so glad I found yes. you. Yes. I have $25 yes. million. Dollars yes. You know, and, and somebody would literally answer that. There's somebody yes. who would answer that email because, they're so vulnerable, so weak, so hopeless that they believe that. And they also, but Jay, they also believe 
there's an innate part of us, and this is the I know, and I get where you're coming from. You're 100% right, and I'm not trying to deviate from that. But there is a small part that I think we miss here. They always go after these vulnerable old women, right, who live in the flyover country. And some of those people feel like here's a Nigerian writing to Agnes in Duluth asking her for a donation so she can get a part of this pie. There's a bit, bit of a greed going in, but there's a little bit of feeling like you belong to something or you're being helpful. That that vulnerability in wanting to be helpful, that sort of guilt, if you were, were, is used against them in a lot of ways. I think that's also the same case in the church. People give to the church because they feel like they're contributing to something that's for a greater good. So, yes, sometimes yeah. it's taking advantage of that goodwill. But I, like I said, we need to understand, like, the, the people who do that, they do it of their own free will. There's nobody shaking them upside down and collecting every dime from them. They are not being robbed. They're giving freely. We, so, um, yeah, that that email was real. Um, oh, Jeff Connor said, oh, shit, Jay, that email wasn't real? <laughs> it was and it wasn't. Let me tell you who it was real for. It was real for the stupid motherfuckers that, that sent the money. And when they found out that nothing was coming back, that was real. But it's not – we have to stop pretending that we don't know, especially once you're of age. We know that if it sounds too good to be true – What's the second half of that? Then it is. Yes, then it is. Is that again, Reese? No, I'm on. I'm on you. Yeah. No, I said, what did you say? I said, I said, what's the second half of that? If we, if it sounds too good to be true. Oh, then it isn't. It normally is. And a lot of us fall for the. You know, it sounds too good to be true. It's how even my one of my friends could believe that for seventy five hundred dollars he could get a half a million because a lady last named Kennedy, who's part of the Kennedy family, she's part of this banking situation where they have this money. The Kennedys are giving money away, but you got to fill out all the paperwork, and the paperwork costs $7,500. I don't understand how anybody could hear that shit and not in their mind hear this. Warning. Warning. Bullshitter alert. Bullshitter alert. Warning. Warning. Bullshitter alert. Bullshitter alert. Warning. Bullshitter alert. Or if somebody says, you know, um, I don't do this for everybody, but because of our relationship or because, of, you know, because, you know, we know the same people, I'm, you know, I'm going to do this for you. Warning. Warning. Bullshitter alert. Bullshit. Hey, man. Um. I don't normally do this for everybody, so I'm going to do this. I'm making this deal for you. Warning. Warning. 
Bullshitter alert! Bullshitter alert! It's a, it's a lot of bullshit. It's a lot of stuff that should automatically send off a bullshitter alert for you. John Beckman said, I'm still waiting for Ed McMahon to show up at my house. God damn it, Publishers Clearinghouse. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> good morning. Good morning, um, uh, Mary. How are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you? Happy Monday. Happy Monday to you. Now, Mary, if you, if you, you, know what, Jay? if a preacher, if you went to church, Mary, right, and mm-hmm. and you know when you went to church, uh, preacher called out to you and said, "As as Mary Mary Hopkins here," and you said, "Yes, you know, Mary, are, Mary, are you visiting this church for the first time?" And you say, yes, yes, I am. Good morning, Conrada. I'm glad to see you here. Jesus told me you were coming. Jesus told me you would be here today. Well, after the service, I would like to speak to you. I think you, you've gone through some, you've gone through a, a heck of a, a life lately, uh, with your mother passing and your cancer scare relationship breaking up. Now, this is the first time you've seen this preacher. You've never been there before, and all of a sudden he calls you out. How would that, would that make you feel some kind of way? Would that make you kind of nervous? Would that make you go, wow, how does he know that? Uh, yes. Um, and, and if he did that, or if he or she did that, um, and then you came back after church and pastor said, Mary Hopkins, I'm, I'm glad to see you. Jesus told me you would be here today. Now, what you don't know is one of your friends told one of somebody in the church who told a deacon, a deacon who told the preacher, and then the preacher went to the deacons and find out all you can find out about it. So now he knows everything about you. And he's talking about how you've been struggling. Good morning, Johnny Davis. And um, and you know, and, and that that there's there's light at the end of the tunnel for you. And great things are about to happen for you. Um, how would that make you feel? If I knew that he, if you I know, know that all know of that other stuff happened. Yeah. I mean, I would, would feel like I, I I would feel like, oh my God, like this has to be from God, right? This has to be from the mm-hmm. Lord Himself. Now, that's the game we in, Reese. That's the game. Right, and then it's he was so, to tell her afterwards, Mary, I can make all that pain go away. For fourteen installments of twenty nine ninety five. <laughs> now, now, hey, well, okay, okay. That's the bucks. No, 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 Mary. <laughs> no, if he said to you, "Thank you for coming," you know, um, we would love to have you back. He didn't just come at you for the fourteen ninety five or twenty nine ninety five or the hundred dollars. What he did was reach because what happens in these churches is these people aren't 
They're not just coming in shaking their pockets right away. They're grooming them. Mm-hmm. That, that is They're true. getting them ready. They have, a, they have a whole system in place. Now, I'm not saying all churches are, are this way, but I'm saying that there's a vast majority of churches and church folk. It's like there's some, some guys who were preachers and, I mean, who were pimps and gangsters, you know, who, who, uh, who were hustlers. Who will tell you that They will wear that as a badge of honor In front of you And then tell you how God delivered them And that's how God can deliver you See God delivered me from the street I was on the main street I, You know I, I had them girls You know you know, I, I, was, I, was, I was out there I was, I was on the drugs I was, I was drinking everything I was, I was moving and grooving as they say but then one day God grabbed hold of me and grabbed, God shook the devil out of me. And, and he filled me up with love. And that's how I stand here before you now, full of love, full of Jesus, full of God. But, but I got to tell you, it all happened because I went to church one day and God was pulling at me. And you know, I wasn't going there to, to get nothing. I was actually hiding from the police. They was asking me. I walked in. I dipped into the church, you know, and, and God grabbed a hold of me with a message. And when he grabbed a hold of me with the message, I had a pocket full of money. And right then and there, I was going to jail. I was going to jail. But God, he saw something in me, and he pulled me out of it. And when he pulled me out of it and I had this pocket full of money, I put that pocket full of money in the plate and I ain't on the back sets. So you can't be afraid of tithing. You can't be afraid to put that money on the wood for God. And that's what I did. And look what he's done for me. Look how he's turned my life around. Now that I have a whole congregation in front of me that ain't, that, that, that ain't afraid to tithe, ain't afraid to give to God because they saw that that preacher, he gave to God. And when he gave to God, look what it done to him. Took me out of, now none of that, none of it could have ever happened. All of it is a hustle. Because there's, there's money in being a middleman. There's always been money in being a middleman. Whether you're a bank, you're a government, whether you're a church, we can't hear you. Talk, uh, talk louder. Get off your speakerphone so we can hear you. Um, I want everybody to hear you. Um, there's, but you're right. There's money in being the middleman. But now, Jay, so, I will tell you that when you tithe, when you, you tithe, if, if, um, sorry, if you tithe and something happens and you, like, you know, that you can go to the church and ask them for money, right? You can go to the church and ask them to help you. Yeah, so let me tell you what I did, Mary, and anybody who was on, who was on the way I see it, back in the day, you guys remember this, I called churches on Kingston, on, on, on uh, um, the show that me and Robert had, the way I see it, and I asked, you know, I would ask them for money. I called Noel Bishop's mm-hmm. church. I called, I called four or five churches, 
and they the first thing they asked me was, was I a member? Mm-hmm. And do right. you tithe? <laughs> and then the next thing they asked me is, did I tithe? When I said that I wasn't a member and I, that I was homeless, they couldn't help me. They couldn't help me. And so, you know, I'm, I'm hard on the church because a lot of people go to the church for salvation, for, uh, for guidance, for God. And it's a lot of, and, and it's more bullshit in the church than it is on the street. It's more bullshit in the church than it is on the street. Now, again, I'm not saying all churches are that way. It's just that because ministers won't speak ill of other ministers, what they've done is they've they've allowed, and, you know, and, and very few, very few ministers are really called by God. It was like when, when um, Gorgeous Dre came on Kings in the Morning one day and said, hey, man, check this out, man. You know, uh, see, when I, when I was in the pimping, I was at the high, I was at the top of the game. I was, I, was, I, was, I was one of them ones. You know, but what I did was I got out of the pimping, and I went straight to, and when I went to the ministry, I took the ministry to another level because I took what I learned from the pimping and I put it the ministry. You know what I'm saying? So I was out doing all of other ministers because I had gained. See, God gave me and I put his ass on me. Don't get that bullshit. God ain't God ain't done that to you. Jay, what about what about the people who go to church who learn a way to to be altruistic and to serve humanity because of the teachings of the church. What about those people? I think okay. um I think those people exist because they are because they are actually in the presence of men that have been called by God. That 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 put on display the love of God. You know, you know how they say many will head to the road of righteousness but few will make it. I think yeah. it's the same hold true when it comes to the ministry. Many ministers will speak his name, but only a few will live in the, in the word of it. See, I want in full disclosure. There's a reason. There's a reason. Go ahead, I'm sorry. Um, yeah, I think even a crooked preacher can inspire somebody to be a better person. Provided that you are now, it all depends, it all depends, provide, on, it all depends on that person. Provided really. you are oh, only looking for crooked, if you're looking for crooked preachers. Here's no, my it's not. It's not what you're. No, 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 you're no. I'm not saying for. that you're looking no. for crooked Re- preachers. Reese, let me tell you something. I had family members that followed a man that they believed in because they loved him and they believed his word. And he and he fleeced them 
and, and you know, I, I mean, touch. He would touch them on their, he'd touch you on your head and make you fall out. Uh, Dre Hines said, I'd rather go to Pastor Lovelace's <laughs> church. Um, you know, he, he could touch you on your I head. Feel- and so I'm saying that, that Reese, no, you know, these guys are good. They're so good that they'll it, it, they'll get an inside look at you from other people. They'll they'll overhear conversations. They'll you know they'll ask questions and and not um, not in any way they'll they'll do things like ask somebody who you know a question about you, and that person will go back and say, "Preacher asked about you today." What? Mm-hmm. Richard yeah, said that that he can that, that the anointing he can feel the anointing of God on you. Really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. And now, do you go to church and hear this all the time? Listen, I've been a. If I I come from a I come from a, a preachers in my family, Reese. Okay. Mm-hmm. No, no. I, Jay, I know you speak from personal <laughs> so, experience, but let me just say this. Yeah, I, I want to give full disclosure. Absolutely. Answer. I knew but I, I was a come... preacher. So um. Um, I, go ahead. You want to come? What? I want to give some full. I want to give some full disclosure on this. Okay. Okay. So every mm-hmm. Sunday after Fox News Sunday with Shannon Bream, and even before then, when Chris Wallace used to host, immediately after Joel Olstein's program comes on, right? And for years yeah, now, I've been watching Joel Olstein. <laughs> yeah, I watch. Yeah, see, Mary, Mary can tell you, I watch him for thirty minutes every Sunday after Fox News Sunday, right? Yeah. And I love his sermon. I love his great stories in the beginning. They're always thought-provoking. I even save them sometimes on my phone, and I love them. I've never given to Joel Osteen's church, and he's a mega, you know, he's a mega church, but I've mm-hmm. never given anything to him. Because so do I get it for free? But I give the sermon for free, but what do I do to give back? I try to live my life a little bit better every day. Now, look, you can even attest to that, Jay, that from where yes. you knew me nine, ten years ago, I'm far better than I used to be. And that's because, Absolutely. you know, Joe Lowenstein influenced my life a little bit. So, so, so let me just say this to you. I'm not saying that, um, that preachers, that, that fake preachers don't have an effect on people that could be positive. What I'm saying is that they have more of a negative effect on people than positive because I know you're throwing the baby one, out with the bathwater, though. <laughs> no, because no, I, I, because um, I'm not letting them run the water because they um because they destroy God's honest truth. They destroy God's love. They they make it where see if. Based on my experience in the church, if I didn't know God, if I didn't know that God was real, that the presence of God, that the humanity and the love and the compassion of God was real, I wouldn't, I couldn't be in it. The reason why I can do Pastor Lovelace and all the other pastors is because in 95% of the churches, 97, 98% of the churches, that I've been to, 99% of the churches that I've been to, that's what that shit was. 
only do you believe, only one percent. Do you believe that's the black the church, church, or do you believe that in all churches? I'm in all churches. I don't care what church. Oh, okay. Wow. All right. So let me ask you this. So let me ask you this: If you had to break down a percentage, let's think about. Uh, first right. of all, let's talk about Joel Osteen. Joel Osteen. Yeah. This motherfucker didn't have so much shit go wrong in him that his father. I mean, his stories are like my little sonny stories of when King would get in trouble. Um, once upon a time, there was a little a boy named Sonny, and and if he got in trouble, Sonny would always get in trouble like him. That's how Joel Osteen's story sounded to me. But go ahead. What were you gonna say? No, I was gonna say if you, because I always believe that this is like a part of the four C's of acceptable bigotry. You know, Catholicism, Caucasians, Christianity. No, Catholicism or Christianity, Caucasian cops, and uh, conservatives. You can always demonize them as a whole group. I, I, I just, again, I don't, I, I don't believe that Christianity is this, that should be demonized in the way it does because it does the most good across the globe, just in my view. And I think the percentage of the hustlers versus those do, who are Do you know how many you know, wars, do you, know that, do you know how many people died for Christianity? Do you know how many wars were yeah, started? Yeah, yeah, do, do you know how long ago it's been since then? you know that there are 45,000 versions of Christianity in the whole world? Which, post, well, which, which one yep. are you talking about? I, I mean, yeah, because so, you can go Lutheran to so, Pre- Episcopalian to Protestant. Yeah, I get it. I get it. There are factions. So, there are factions um, of it. So, so but it's, 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 it's still not, one of the big. It's not the good that you're talking about has nothing to do with the religion that you're naming. It has everything to right. do with the God that's in people's hearts. The fact that people, that that um, the words are God. Mm-hmm. The manipulation is man. So man is manipulating God's words. Dale Bernie said these yeah. false teachers will receive their reward. T.D. Jakes, Joe Osteen, and Creflo Dollar are, a dollar are teaching hearsay. The prosperity yeah. doctrine is a false doctrine. Yeah. Well, I, I, I still, think, you know, um, again, let, I still uh, see those men doing be, more good. Hold on. Let, um, let Potter say something than you, Reese. Go ahead, Potter. I think they should be helping people to foster their own relationship with God. I don't think that they should be trying to be the middlemen because they, their thing is that when you come to church, you got to do this for the rest of your life. Like they they have to be the middlemen for you. And I think they should be fostering you to have your own, if anything, if they're going to do anything, help people foster their own relationship and step out of the way. That's my thing. My thought. My view on it is is that I hear more criticism from people who do less than those men do on a daily basis. That's all I'm saying. You can call them criminals all you want. Those men aren't doing anything for for God. That's how they make their money, Reese. But um, Um, you know what? I got no problem with them making money. Let me. um, Maybe that's the problem. uh, um, Pastor Lovelace, uh, what do you what do you have to say about it? Well, first of all, let me say to Reese on the radio, Hopkins, thank you, sir. Thank you for allowing me to make my money doing what I do for the Lord, which is good works. And that's why I'm asking Reese on the radio, Hopkins, to tithe to me $1,000 today and then $1,000 a month for the next 12 months so he can receive his blessings that are going to come his way. That being said, J. King, I've done good. I've done good. People tell me every day. 
when they see me when I come off the diocese. They say, Pastor, you did good. The way you explain oh, everything to me. Excuse me? Pastor Lovely? Yes. Lovely? I will give you a million dollars a day if you lay your hands on my forehead and I miraculously grow a vagina overnight. <laughs> well, first of all, let me Because you're not getting... I believe you're not getting... Why do you want to grow a vagina? I, I, first of all, that's, I believe in the Lord. That's the absurdity. And so if you want to have, if you want to have a vagina, and I understand some of you who do, God would have made you that way. I do not go against God. Yeah. I will, I will not do that. So I will not take your money for the vagina. You don't go against I God's to, love life? Uh, yeah, I, I won't. But I do know this. Uh, for $999.99, I do have a friend who will make a vagina that you can sit over the top of your buttocks. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, God makes me a woman, you'll get a million dollars a day. Fat chance, homeboy. Fat chance. Look, I get it. You, listen, this is one of those things that you despise. This is one of those things that you And I, I really can't. I want to get to the essence of your vitriol towards this faith. And I will. I'll soon understand it. I don't have yes, you do. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. It's palpable. I I just... It's palpable. <laughs> okay, like, can it I is. say something? Uh, okay. So, J. King, the fact that you gave me that, like, um, that uh, example, right? So mm-hmm. something very similar did happen to me <laughs> in church, <laughs> eagerly <laughs> similar. Hold on. I just want, I want you to say that real loud so Reese can hear you. Say that again. Okay. <laughs> Something eerily, I, I said eagerly, but eerily similar did happen to me at the church. While I was in Florida, I had, there was one church in uh, in Tampa that I went to, and then there was another church in uh, Lakewood Ranch that I went to. So the one church that I went to, in Tampa, nobody did know me there except for the lighting guy. Um, he is a fa- was a family friend of ours. So I went for I had left the cancer center um, after getting some blood work done, and I went to the church for when for noon service. And I came out, and I didn't really I didn't know anybody. It, actually, I had had talk to some people in there, like other parishioners, is that what they call parish parishioners par- parishioners? Um, I had, you know, spoken to them and we kinda did pray or whatever. But anyway, I'm sitting in the parking lot and I'm talking to Mike, the the lighting guy. And this elder is what they call him, I guess, he walked up to me in the parking lot just randomly and I was like, Hey and he said to me, he said, can I ask you a question? And I say, yeah. He said, um, are you sick? I was like, uh, <laughs> yeah. He was like, do you mind if I pray for you? And I was like, of course not. So he's like, are you okay? Can I put my my hand on your shoulder? And I say, yes. So he was praying for me. And um, towards the end of the prayer, he prayed that God, you know, relieve me, cure my breast cancer. And I was like, what? 
I was like, I never told him that. He didn't know that. How would he ever know that? Like, how would anybody ever know that? I never said that. Now, he didn't ask me for no money afterwards. (laughs) But that was eerily similar that he just did randomly walk up to me in the parking lot and say that and then, you know, pray that my breast cancer be gone. I didn't tell him I had cancer at all. He just asked me if I was sick, and I said, yeah. Maybe he saw my port. Maybe somebody, you know, now that I think back of it, now that I think back on it, um, maybe somebody did tell. Maybe Mike had told other people, and maybe somebody, maybe somehow he did know. um, But I did not give them any money. (laughs) Now, that's one thing that's always kept me from the church, right? Like, honestly, because... I have a problem with that. I went to a church one time, and this man collected tithes and then had the nerve to say, now get your checks, your credit card, whatever you got, get it out and bring it up here and lay it at my feet. I said, oh, I got to go. And I walked out of that church, and I never went back. It took years for me to lay go back to another church. Feet, lay your credit at my feet. Lay the Mary, you see all the names that you mentioned before you told the story is the reason why that person and the and you came to the conclusion that maybe somebody did know I mean maybe somebody may, maybe Mike did tell somebody I don't know he said that he didn't tell nobody cuz I was like Mike how the hell does he know I was like did you say something to him or anybody in here and he was like, no. I mean, what would he have to lie to me for? He wasn't getting nothing out of me. I mean, he was a family friend of ours. I've known him since I was a teenager. Maybe that's you know? what you call three-card Molly. You know, oh, damn. you got two people going in on it to con you. You think maybe that could have been taking place? Um, I would hope not. I would pray not. But I did, but so what What I ended up doing is, is I had to learn that when I go to church, I go to church for God. I don't go to church for the people in the church. I don't go to church because the pastor should be held to some higher standard or whatever. Whatever the pastor and the other people in the church are doing, that's their business. But when I go, I go to praise God. That's why I go. And I had to learn that because I let a lot other of people, people go keep me away God, from the church. Also, a lot of people go to praise God, but they also uh, like the preacher. You know, they like the way he he delivers his message. They like they like his wife. They like the choir. So, you know, most people go to church because they like where they fellowship. And they like the way the the preacher or the deacon, they they like something about it. Nobody just goes and just says, I'm just going to sit in here and just worship the Lord, you know. Let me just say 95% of the time. 5% of the time, maybe, they're you. But you're not the majority. You're, You're the exception to the rule. I mean, you do, I agree with you, right? You do have to be in a place where you feel like, you go in this place and you feel like, okay, this is home. This is my home church. This is where I'm going to be. But you can't go into church and think. I think a lot of people 
No, you, you, you can't say what other people can do. You can say, yeah, but that's right. Thing, I mean, I don't care. You. I'm saying For me, I didn't 95% care about any of, that. of the church is not you. 98% of the church is they're, they're the connection here. Um, John Beckman said, Jay, if Yusef were Pastor Yusef, do you think his church would rake in at his church or would more people simply walk out in the middle of his sermon? Um, Damn. John, John Beckman, let me, do, let me do the history moment. Um, our history moment is on jo- Josiah, Joshua, Joshua Johnston. Joshua Johnston, also known as Joshua Johnson, was a portraitist active in Baltimore, Maryland between 1790 and 1825, and the first African-American to gain recognition as an artist, primarily a painter of members of the slaveholding aristocracy. He was rediscovered by Baltimore genealogist and art historian J. Paul Pleasant, J. Hall Pleasant in 1939. According to Baltimore County Court Chateau Records, Johnston was the son of a white man, George Johnston, and an unknown slave black woman owned by William Willard Sr., a small farmer. Willard sold Joshua Johnston to George Johnston in 1764 for 25 pounds, half the price of an adult male field slave. If you motherfuckers don't put yourself on mute, if you stupid motherfucker, whoever is singing is a stupid motherfucker, knowing that I'm doing the history moment. According to Baltimore County Court Chattel records, Johnston was the son um, of a white man, George Johnston, and an unknown enslaved black woman owned by William Willard Sr., a small farmer. Willard sold Joshua Johnston to George Johnston in 1764 for 25 pounds half the price of an adult male field slave. George Johnston arranged for Joshua to be freed after completing a blacksmith apprenticeship or on turning 21, whichever came first. Joshua would go on to complete his apprenticeship with William Forepaugh and was freed on July 15, 20, I mean 1782. Between 1796 and 1824, he was listed in most Baltimore City directories as a painter or limner. In the 1817 to 1818 directory, he was also recorded as a free householder of color. Johnston was light-skinned and was easily mistaken for white, which may explain why some of his subjects at the time did not note his race. He advertised himself in the Baltimore Intelligencer as a self-taught genius who had experienced many insuperable obstacles in the pursuit of his studies. There is no record of him being formally trained as an artist. He moved, he, he moved often within Baltimore, but as a free man was able to spend some time outside the city. For example, he's generally believed to have painted a portrait of Sarah Ogden Gustin in Berkeley Springs, West Virginia, at some point between 1798 and 1802. Johnston may have supplemented his income by decorating furniture. Of the 13 existing paintings identified as his, many are of white children belonging to wealthy local families. He also painted black subjects, including Daniel Cocker, uh, um, Coker, 
a founder of the African Methodist Episcopal Church. Johnston's work is characterized by the rigidity of the arms and legs, indicative of the poised nature of his portraits. The works have two dimensionalities, and facial features are frequently vacant and staring. The backgrounds are notable for their detailed depictions of furniture or other props. Johnston's work has often been associated with Baltimore artists Charles Wilson Peale, Charles Peale Polk, and Rembrandt Peale, and he was assumed to have been apprenticed or enslaved by the family, but there is no evidence of this connection. It is likely that the generic similarity of these artists is indicative of the type of American folk art created during that era. Joshua Johnston died in Baltimore in 1832. This is American History. They say misery loves company. People who are sad like to waddle in sorrow with others who feel the same way so they can bleed on each other. Well, happy loves company too. When you're at the arena or field and your team is winning and the crowd roars with joy. Or you see someone win money on a game show and you feel good about it even though you won't get a single dime. God help us become positive and get us, Lord, to focus on good things for us. Jesus, please. Jesus, save us. Amen. 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 One love, one love. Uh, today at 4 p.m. right here on the J. King Network, we got Women Who Jam with Miss Johnny Walker. Y'all check her out. She's doing her things an hour long, and she does a good job at it for a long time. Uh, then we got Reese on the radio. Reese, I hear you out there. What you got going today? Are you talking about reverends and how much they took uh, Mary from you? No, but we will be talking about senators. Uh, Robert Menendez, senior senator from New Jersey, has finally held a press conference about his bribery charges, and he seems to have an explanation to why he had close to $500,000 in his clothing pockets. He hasn't explained the gold bars yet. We'll break it down, and we'll play the audio for you tonight. And he may have revealed something about what the United States is doing with banks by accident. You really want to hear this because, trust me, if you have money in the bank at large sums, Rob Menendez may have just told you to get them out. ReeseOnTheRadio.com, ReeseOnTheRadio.com, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. Um, right on, Reese. I didn't hear uh, Six Eyes today. Uh, Sniffy Poo, do you know what Six Eyes is doing? Well, he's in the um... – he was here in the chat, but it's okay. Today is Motivational Mondays on the Six Eyes Radio Network. 424-243-9617 is the number for Relevant Radio Daily. Connect via Apple Music, iHeartRadio, even join the Six Eyes Radio Network group page on Facebook. Good news you can use. Like every time we come together on Kings of the Morning, we strengthen our knowledge and cuddles back. Now back to you. These balls. Uh, anyway, uh, J. King, let us know what you got going on, because we got these crossover magnets over here. You got uh, what you got going out there in Sacramento, Maine? Today I have a couple of meetings, 
and um, I have to deal with something with my car. And then I, tonight I'm doing a show on uh, – I'm taping a show for uh, KBLA at 6 o'clock. I don't know what the subject is. Right on, J.K. Hey, guys, I see you here. That's all you got today? Well, that's cool, Jake. Can we appreciate you and everything? I'll be uh, killing Nicole and, and John Beckman today. Uh, anyway, back to you, Jake King. Um, so Dre Hines said what would a, he wondered what a, the value of a slave would be today. And uh, that's a good question. So the, and, and the range would be different based on if it's a kid, a young kid because they don't have the same kind of value as a working slave. So it could be as little as eight thousand, eighty one hundred bucks, as much as ninety thousand dollars. But you know, um so the range is the range is crazy. Whatever the going rate for illegals are would be the cost of a slave today. So that's about three dollars an hour. No. No, not true. It was clearly a joke, Jay. Clearly a joke. Okay. Yep. Um, so this is no joke. trillion dollars. Slavery would be worth about forty-two trillion dollars today. Uh, slavery was the the number one economy in the Cal- in the United States. Because you got to remember, um, the free slave, the the free labor. Was was bananas. Um, crazy world. Crazy world we live in. Um, before we get out of here, you guys, I do want to, I do want to make sure that we do get some smart stuff. I want to get you guys a little smarter than normal. And then, um, so, and these are um, historical facts that will probably help you see. Um, different famous people and in different lights. So it's one thing to know people based on what you read about them because you're reading from a peripheral standpoint. But when you know some of the weird things that they did, that you know that you're not, you're not the only weird person out here. Like Lyndon B. Johnson um, and what he would call his, his member. Lyndon B. Johnson became the 36th president of the United States of America after the assassination of his predecessor, JFK, and was known for maintaining collective security and for attempting to restrain communist encroachment in Vietnam. However, despite taking part in some of the most extensive legislation programs in the country's history, LBJ left a different type of mark that's hard to forget once you know. With a weird habit concerning his junk, the president named it Jumbo, and sometimes referred to it as one of his congressional colleagues. In front of a group of reporters, LBJ intentionally showed off Jumbo when he couldn't seem to find the answer to the questions they were asking. So <laughs> so um, LBJ and Donald Grammer, Donald Grammer might be a grandson of LBJ. Jumbo Jr. Oh, little Jumbo. What would make you say that? <laughs> well, because he, cause he, had, he had a Jumbo. He was a Jumbo, too. And then you say that you Jumbo. 
And so maybe y'all come from the Jumbo tribe. Stranger things have happened. American Revolution soldiers used gunpowder made from pea. The world-famous American War of Independence began when shots were fired at Lexington and Concord. The revolution that took place afterward required the massive use of gunpowder. But at that time, there was only one mill that manufactured it. Within a few months, there was a massive shortage that dimmed the hopes for a successful American outcome. The French offered assistance to the Americans, but the supply was still not enough. To be able to meet the demand for heavy artillery use, the Americans came up with a bright idea. Gunpowder is created by mixing charcoal, sulfur, and potassium nitrate in specific ratios. The revolutionary colonists knew that they needed to produce nitrate and receive this by soaking soil in urine and letting it dry. By the way, they used both human and animal pee. To cure hysteria led to the invention of the vibrator. Hysteria was a medical diagnosis considered to be chronic and common to women. While experts had long passed it off as a medical disorder, hysteria had lasting social implications. Women with this condition suffered from shortness of breath, anxiety, depression, and sudden bursts of uncontrollable emotions. But back in the Victoria era, the medical community figured they had discovered a cure for this frightful female affliction. Doctors calmed patients by giving them vigorous pelvic massages until they reached historical paroxysm. Sound familiar? It's masturbation. However, when doctors found providing the cure too much for them, they found a way to deliver the cure without as much effort. Yes. This is the story behind the invention of the vibrator. Can you just imagine the doctor, you know, massaging the pelvic, and then she, <laughs> you know, and that's your practice, and then one day you got to, you know, you got to you say, look, that's too much work. Mm-hmm. This is why you listen to this show, because there's a lot of interesting stuff that we talk about. Okay, am I going to be the first person to say it? What? <laughs> Probably. Am I going to be the first person to say it? I guess I am. I'm sorry. Jay King, can you yeah. please grace up again with your impersonation of a female orgasm again? Please. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the sound you just heard was also the sound heard on the first Jason Voorhees kill in the Friday the 13th movie. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know what the greatest weapon for Norway resistance fighters against German invaders? Anybody? Anybody care? 
salt. Hmm? <laughs> on April ninth, on April ninth, nineteen forty, Nazi Germany launched an invasion of Norway. The Norwegians were largely caught by surprise. However, some of their military defense was able to secure strategic positions, and the government had a chance for evacuation. Although the resistance was able to launch counterattacks against the invaders, they soon realized something else could work in their favor. Norway's economy at the time was largely based on pickled fish, and when the Germans announced they would be seeding the supply, the resistance fighters found a way to fight back. They requested large amounts of laxatives from their British intelligence support and snuck it into the sardine canning factories. The Germans were obviously stricken with bowel issues for days. Wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mahatma Gandhi had always been open about his unusual sex life. He spoke freely to his followers and gave them specific instructions related to observing chastity. These provocative messages were not very popular, as he said that even newlyweds must maintain their celibacy for the sake of their souls. However, more than his unusual messages, Gandhi carried out unusual personal practices based on his beliefs and would test his control by sleeping nude next to young girls. He even ordered his followers to sleep and bathe together. Naturally, those who were caught breaking the law of chastity were punished. Warren G. Harding served as the 29th president of the United States and is often considered to be and is often considered to be one of the worst to ever serve in office. His appointments and legislation were often racked with scandals. President Harding's infamous affair with his best friend's wife is definitely a more private one of these scandals. Many steamy love letters were uncovered, some of them even 40 pages long. In most accounts, he declared his undying love for his mistress as well as his lust. In one letter, the president wrote, Wouldn't you like to get sopping wet out on Superior, not the lake, for the joy of fervent fondling and melting kisses? Guess for yourself what he was referring to with the term Superior. Vlad the Impeller punished his enemies in the most painful way possible. In history, there are a few names of very real people that were known to have cast more terror than even legendary vampires, horror movies, and blood-curdling tales. Among these widely feared humans is Vlad the Impeller. In modern times, he's described as the real Dracula. Why? This prince of Wallachia had a very unusual way of dispensing of his enemies believing that everyone who decided to go against him deserved the most painful punishment, Vlad the Impeller prepared a banquet and invited all those he suspected of plotting against him. He ordered his soldiers to impale his guests on spikes. Unlike Dracula, Vlad 
had his enemies impaled through the butts. The torture lasted over a series of days. Did you guys like? Are you guys happy? I'm giving you guys this information. That kind of sounded like Caligula. Hmm. The Welsh claimed yes. being romantically involved with a sheep to get lighter punishment. Since time, immemorial, immemorial Wales agriculture sector has been based on sheep farming. But when they joined the United Kingdom, they were amazed to discover that there were strict laws regarding sheep. According to the rules, if someone was caught stealing a sheep, a hand would be cut off. Oddly enough, if someone was caught having a relationship with the sheep, only a finger would be taken. So as absurd as it may sound, most of the sheep herders confess to having romantic relationships with their sheep in the hopes of avoiding harsher punishment. Um, and um, Benjamin Franklin authored a classic piece, Fart Proudly, around 1781, one of the founding fathers of America, Benjamin Franklin, wrote a classical piece that now belongs to the Library of American Collection. The satirical letter, entitled Fart Proudly, has been the subject of studies of scientists and philosophers from all around the glo globe. However, the classic piece that the American polymath wrote was filled with hidden meaning. Modern scholars routinely pointed out that Franklin was indeed referring to some of the more far-fetched research the federal government was working on. It seemed that even at his time, the genius philosopher had thought of challenging the government to find ways on how to deal with the nation's problems so that everyone could fart proudly. Okay. So some of you guys, if, you, if you're proud of farting, it might have something to do with, um, in fact, with... Uh, Benjamin Franklin and his classical piece. I'm going to do one more, and then we're going to get out of here. Empress Wu Zietan Felicide. Wu Zietan was an infamous empress who ruled China with an iron fist in the 7th century. Known to be smart, charming, and strong-willed, she expanded the territory of the empire enormously during her rule. However, she was anything but fair and just. In fact, she was a killer. History has long floated the idea that she murdered her own baby daughter in order to frame a rival for the killing. She ordered the suicides of multiples of her grandchildren and even poisoned her own husband. So, women didn't just get evil. Women work on it for a long time. Uh, my name is Jay King with Lynn Tolliver, Johnny Gramcocker Davis, Yusef Kente, Brother Reverend Ali, Simi Braxton, Reese on the radio. Um, Snitchy Smurf, uh, um, Donald Grammer, Mary Hopkins, uh, uh, Potter, Mushroom Fred, telling you to get busy living because you have enough time dying. Coming up next is the third hour of power. 
So seriously, nobody had a topic, so I guess I'm going to have to help all you bozos. Bless no you. Problem. Bless you for helping us bozos. Yes. Well, Thank you. That's quite all right. Okay, so uh, if you don't want to get into presidential politics, we can get into a couple of other things. Um, I just want to say to all of those people who are listening, who I remember we just had a conversation a couple of weeks ago. Did anybody see the new ABC Washington Post poll that if the election was held today? Anyone want to take a fair guess what that poll said? That Biden was going to be the next president. Oh, no. The Washington Post ABC News poll has America voting 52% to 42% favoring Donald J. Trump. Of course. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. That's who's going to be the next president again. Yeah, and and it gets crazier. So in 2020, Joe Biden won the election with 80 percent of the African American vote, or as you folks like to call it, the black vote. Or as that you folks polling, like that polling today has Joe Biden down 17 points with African-Americans. Now, if you might remember, we had the conversation with, um, we had the conversation with, uh, with uh, Dr. Cornell West. And I do believe, because I know that African-Americans at most writ large, Donald Trump's lead can almost, as far as African-American vote, is probably 8%. It would probably go up as high as 9 But in this case, I believe that that 6% of the vote because they didn't do an investigative breakdown of who African-Americans would vote for. I think Cornell West has a considerable amount of that, uh, of that percentage <clears throat> going against Joe Biden. You think that Cornell West is going to win the, the, the nominee? No, 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 no. I think Cornell West is uh, so. Cornel West is a problem for the Biden administration because, of course, Cornel West is a long-standing in the African-American community. He's legitimate. Oh. It doesn't matter because Trump's going to be the president anyway. So. 
Yeah, exactly. But they also said that the, the other poll that they're really pissed off about, and ABC News, I'll play it today, I'll play the video tonight on the show, um, is that what they're more upset about, and I think the part that bothers them more, is that Donald Trump's lead in the GOP primary went up 7% immediately after the fourth indictment. So that gave them, that was a problem. And then they found out amongst independents and Democrats, one in five said even if he were convicted, they'd still vote for him. Yeah. So that, again, and I, I don't, <laughs> I don't know what the, I, I mean, I talked to some of these people who listen to me and say, I would vote, like I got a lot of people on my Instagram feed talking about, I'd vote for a dead Biden before I vote for Donald Trump. But I keep saying yeah, to them, right. I'm like, yeah, my response to them is, yeah, but dude, you're in the minority. 60% of the people who vote with you don't agree with you. They are not going to vote for it. It's like, so most of these people who still talk about how they're going to vote for Joe Biden, either they're lying or they're just angry. Because I don't, I mean, you'd have to be a dumbass with this, with what we saw in three years. A 400 Anybody that jump. goes to the polls and votes for Biden should be fucking put in a concentration camp. Head, exactly. Head, head, they should have their head examined. Listen, 400% an increase in gas prices and food prices in two and a half years. It's unheard of. It's unheard of. That's why I asked the question the other day that I asked, like, how am I going to see that? Yeah. It wasn't about like, how are you going to up my pay or regulate how Mm -hmm. an employer is going to pay me? It's how is your policy? How am I personally as the working class going to see your policy Mm -hmm. um, affect me? Well, see, that's the that's reason I why I have. We can talk talking my, points all fucking day, but that shit don't yeah. mean nothing because all you bitches talk talking points. I'm going to be for the working well, class. A, well, what exactly are you going to do? I want you to tell me how I'm going to benefit, what you want to do. Well, that was why I asked Dr. West about whether or not he would be a wealth regulator in the sense of, like, there's one thing to tell companies that they have to pay people a living wage. How that always resonates is the more pay you give employees, the more the price of things go up, right? So if you pay people more at Walmart in order to compensate or to maximize the pay that you're giving to employees, you have to pass that on to the consumer. So the consumer pays more. That's the reason why you see prices like McDonald's go up. When people demanded $15 an hour at McDonald's, the price of McDonald's, you know, Happy Meals go up because of that because you have to balance it off. So in order for things to get cheaper, right, you have to make sure that they're easier for companies to access. You have to give them incentives to lower prices. If you're going to keep punishing them for being rich, it affects everybody. That's why we have the inflation that we have now, right? The inflation we have now is because we're pumping money into a system that nobody is producing from. So things get more and more. Oil, same case. We used to be an oil-rich country. Then we stopped drilling, and we have to get oil from foreign nations. That makes the price higher. And why? And they, the, the whole impetus of that was we have to stop drilling for natural gas here in the United States. And for what purpose? To force people to drive electric cars. Okay, well, what's the price of an electric car? Average price, $46,000. Now, how are the working poor going to be able to get a loan for a $46,000, $47,000 car? They're not. That's because the objective is to get everybody on high-speed rail and taking buses. They don't want you to have a car. So this is all effects of the Biden administration. And if you're going to vote for that in 2024, 
you you deserve the government that you elect. That's it. Right. It's that simple. And it's unfortunate people don't get that, but, you know, it's more about party politics than it is about fiscal responsibility. And I get called, and, and I, it's fair to suggest that I'm a partisan. And Jay King's right in saying that, look, I'm a partisan, but I'm a partisan based on policy, not a partisan based upon, you know, my favorability for Donald Trump or whatever the matter is. Trust me, if Donald Trump wasn't in this race, I would find somebody in a Republican Party to vote for. I don't need Donald Trump right. to be in this race. I, I need to be a Democrat in this race. Right. You know, as Rush right. Limbaugh used to say, I would take, I would take I, I, any one of the Republicans on stage is far better than Hillary Clinton. That's what he used to say in 2016, right? Because I'll take any one of them, even a Jeb Bush, over Hillary Clinton. Even if he's a phony conservative or a half conservative, He's far better than the policies of of Hillary Clinton, and he is. Right. Well, speaking of uh, Democrats, I just wanted to add um, on News Nation. Uh, it's, uh, Gavin Newsom said about a week ago that he's not intending to run um, in the twenty twenty four presidential election. Uh, Why? He, because he has he was respect for. Him. Because he was what? Okay, bullied. He was bullied. He was bullied because Kamala Harris is the vice president, right? If something were to happen to Joe Biden, she, of course, is the, you know, naturally she becomes the president of the United States, and therefore in 2024 she has to be the incumbent. The sad part is is that the party does not favor her. She's got, like I said, she's got an approval rating that's less than Dick Cheney. That's like actually polling worse than Satan in hell. Okay, so uh, she's not a good thing, and they know they would lose power with Kamala Harris on the ticket. In 2016, when she ran in the um, what's name in the primary, she was out before the first votes were cast in the Iowa caucus. That's the first vote. She was polling at a zero, so she's unpopular. She's always been unpopular, and her record in California precedes her. So Gavin Newsom was naturally the fit because they thought he could win, and he is. Look. Everybody in the Democrat Party keeps screaming about how they want diversity, equity, and inclusion. But it's all when you look at the front runners when they're polling, it's always the white guy. <laughs> you know, the, right. the two people who poll better than Joe Biden are Elizabeth Warren and and Bernie Sanders, and now Gavin Newsom. So it's never the person of color because they don't they won't elect a person of color. But Gavin, it was right. you know he was doing this this tour, and people started getting to his ear and says, "Listen, you're disrespecting the office of the Vice President of the United States." Make it clear that you will not be running in 2024. No matter what happens, Kamala should be on the ticket because not only is she the vice president, but you would look pretty racist if you took that opportunity from her. So, of course, he bowed to the pressure. Now, if Gavin's smart, he would tell those people, go fuck yourself. I thought this was about winning. But Gavin Gavin folds like a wet, like a cheap suit to political pressure, as do all Democrats. It's all about the optics. Are you seeing um, Jimmy Carter folded like hot laundry? John, Jimmy Carter's biggest problem was was when he got on a debate stage and was asked a question about nuclear war, and he injected his eight-year-old daughter. Often my daughter asked me, Daddy, are we going to go into nuclear war? I'm like, dude, you're in a presidential debate. Are you telling me you make your decisions based on an eight-year-old child? No wonder he lost. <laughs> Barack Obama got caught doing the same thing. Remember the oil spill in the Gulf? 
He came up and gave a speech and said um, uh, Malia came to him while he was shaving and walked up to him and she goes, Daddy, are you going to plug the well? I'm like, why are they always throwing their children in front of the building? Like, stop using your children to make a point. It's like either you can make a decision or you can't, dude. Right. But utilizing your children for political means, dude, come on. You know how that goes, Hopkins. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a, yeah, that's commonplace. But, I mean, I'd ask you, Nicole, as a perfect a person who I believe is a sound mind, you got to vote in 2024. There is no half-seas on nothing. you got to vote in the next election. You live in California. You've seen the prices. You, you know, you, you live in this economy. Joe Biden or Donald Trump, those are the people who are on the ballot. You have to vote. No sitting out. What are you going to do? Well, you know what? Fuck that. Let's give you the option to sit out this time around. What are you going to do? Okay. Uh, I'm going to pencil in someone. Uh-huh. So, okay, so you're going to pencil in. So you're going to waste your vote. See, now, let me tell you, when I said this, no, 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 it's okay. It's okay. But listen, let me want to tell you this is the truth. When it comes to a large swath of the African-American community, they would sooner waste their vote than to make a decisive decision based upon their principles. Now, they know that voting for Joe Biden is horrible, right? But if your apathy towards the other guy is the reason why you vote for Joe Biden, right? You hate Donald Trump, so I'm voting for Joe Biden, asking Joe Biden, yes, Joe Biden, more of the same. Yeah, I'm not voting for Joe Biden. That's my point. Mm -hmm. You see my point? Mm -hmm. It's like, so instead of voting for the clear winner or making the claim, hey, listen, I'm voting for the other guy because we gave you a shot and you blew it. You would sooner just not vote for the other guy because your vote is about revenge, not about prudence. Well, to your point, that's part of the reason why I think I would grab the pencil. Because from what I've seen so far, um, former President Trump, I mean, he said, if I'm correct, and you can, you'll correct me, I know, and I appreciate that always, that he kind of keeps a list of people who wronged him. Like, you know, he's sort of got a list. I'm sure he's got a long list now. But what I'm saying about that is I don't know what he plans to do with his um, his next tenure. Okay, I don't know. I don't know what he plans to do. But from what I've seen so far, he is definitely um, upset, okay, about the way things went um, in the reelection, you know, the way things have been going along with the indictments and all kinds of other things. I don't know what he's going to be doing with the four years. So that's sort of why I, I said that um, I probably, I would prefer a pencil and write someone else in because he's, he's terribly upset. And I'm not saying that he doesn't have reason to be upset, but that upsetness may make decisions that affect my life. But I'm not a true, because you're Democrat, you get my vote. Because you're Republican, you get my vote. So I'm saying both of them are distracted. Uh, President Biden is distracted for other reasons. He needs some other support, um, and and I don't see Vice President Harris being the one to bring that either. Because looking at things, um, the most I've seen of, of Vice President Harris, I don't mean any disrespect to anyone. She had a big to do for the hip hop, well, um, fifty years in hip hop celebration. I mean, that's nice and everything, but 
but I know there's other things that a vice president is supposed to be going about, and I, I don't see or read very much of that. So, yeah, that's my reason for saying it. I feel that maybe this four years President Trump might take this as a ha-ha, see, I'm back, and, and it's all about him being back. But how about all yeah. of us? You know, so that's why I say that. So, so don't don't get me wrong. It's, I don't. I'm not disliking um, anyone I, or loving anyone. To be honest, I mean Trump will definitely win. If Biden's going to run, run, Trump's going to win. And I and I hey, that's what it is. But what will he do? Mm-hmm. Okay, well what let me ask plan you on doing? I haven't heard any is, points from a... him what he plans on doing. Let me ask you a hypothetical question on this, right? Oh, God. I don't do well with Yes. No, it's okay. And, well, no, I'm not hypothetical. Let me just ask you the question, and then okay. you can take what it was you will. So All right. do you believe that a way of holding our politicians accountable is letting them know when they run afoul with the electorate? In essence, what I'm saying to you is this. What I'm saying to you is this, right? If Joe Biden has done the African-American community wrong, they respond by electing the other guy so that post-mortem, when the, Joe Biden loses and the Democrat Party does an autopsy of their loss, they go, oh, I get it now. African-Americans didn't like this. African-Americans were not happy with this, didn't like this procedure. So then they get to say, all right, the next time around, we do the things that are important to them. The reason why the Democrat Party has never, ever, ever changed its ways and matters have gotten worse under their leadership, and you can attest to that, as many people can, is because no one's holding them accountable. They constantly, like, if they've done you wrong, they go back and elect them anyway because they don't want to vote for the other guy. So in essence, you're giving the Democrat Party license to screw you over again because they know you're never tarnished by the words and the deeds that they do. So, uh, okay, so I'm not trying to punish anyone with my vote. Okay, I'm just trying to keep it personal. I'm, I'm not trying to punish anyone with my vote. What I see, and you know this is not my forte, you already know this, but what I see here is based on, oh, man, how do you say this? Okay, okay, okay. Um, all right. So, so I'm sorry for my delay. It's just you know I really don't talk a lot about politics for a very good reason. No, I understand. But I'm I'm taking I'm ta- I'm I'm trying to do new things. <laughs> so, but no, but you're, you're I, I feel it's a lesson Remember what evil, you're doing. Remember, remember what you're doing here, right? Remember what you're doing yeah. here. Your politicians okay. work. Your politicians work for you, right? They don't. don't you don't work we, for them. So, okay. so we're looking at politicians as your employee. Imagine you're employed, right? Imagine you never, ever tell your employee, employee that, they're, that they're fired. You just put your support mm-hmm. t- towards somebody else without telling them that they've done wrong deeds. So they never, ever learn from their misdeeds, right? They've screwed you over. They've not helped you. as your, Like in your company, which is your balance book at home, they've done nothing to improve that as your business, right? They're out there representing you and they're doing a poor job. So in order for them to understand what your needs are, you have to punish them when they do not perform because they work Mm -hmm. for you. But if you just say, 
all right, if you just say I'm, I'm voting for some other guy, people look at that and just go, okay, he voted for another guy. But you're never, ever looking at them saying you voted at the other party. That's what I always tell people about Republican versus Democrat, right? People talk about third parties and all that other stuff. That's fine. I don't think elections should be won with 35% of the populace. Can you imagine 35% of the populace dictating what the, who's going to govern the rest of us? One-third? The reason why we have a two-party system and the reason why we had to have a two-party system is because it had to be an overwhelming majority between two. Right? 50%, more than 50% had to decide. A third party mm-hmm. would make that margin so much smaller. That's not good for – that's not the representative democracy people keep, talk, keep talking about. Right? Mm-hmm. So what you need to do is, again, in, when your politicians screw up, it's like, um, who's that freaking guy? Oh, shit. Well, I can't think of him right now. It's like voting somebody off Survivor. Right? If the guy's a piece of shit, you got to get rid of him because you got to let him know that he's a piece of shit. So you vote the other guy in so that when they're reviewing what, what, what went wrong, they know, oh, shit, look at these large group of people here, 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 and here who voted for us before and didn't vote for us there. You know how many people were upset that Barack Obama voters in Wisconsin voted for Donald Trump? People couldn't believe it. They were like, wait a minute, they voted for Barack Obama, and they ended up voting for Trump in 2016. Why? And then when they went and talked to them, Van Jones, you'll see it. You can watch it online. Van Jones went and talked to these Obama supporters who voted for Donald Trump. And they said, Barack Obama let us down. Mm-hmm. He did. He let us down. Like, like, and, and that's, again, that's what the autopsy is supposed to do. It's supposed to let you know as politicians or as, you know, the political elite, mm-hmm. oh, this is what voters care about. Next time, we need to focus on this. But if they're never held accountable, you'll notice nothing ever changes. Ice Cube. Can I mention this real quick, and I'll let, I'll let somebody else talk. Ice Cube, uh-huh. perfect example. He came up with that idea, right? It's called the Agenda for, for African Americans or whatever it was called, right? Uh, and, uh, and he laid mm-hmm. it out. And, and he, said, and he said he presented it to the Biden administration and to the Trump administration in 2020. Trump administration called him and said, dude, we really love this. Is there some of the stuff that we can incorporate in our platform? And Ice Cube was like, absolutely. If you guys win, I'd love for you to be like, yeah. And this was before the election ever came out. It was like, we'd love to incorporate some of these. These are great ideas. The Joe Biden camp, the camp that's supposed to be for Ice Cube and his, you know, constituency, they said, Mm -hmm. we'll talk to you after the election, which means we'll wait until we win and then we'll give you a call, which is okay. But guess what? It's been two and a half after years, Ice Cube just did an interview with uh, Tucker Carlson a couple of weeks ago. Tucker asked him, hey, did the Biden administration ever call you after they won? He said no. So don't you think you should hold them accountable for making promises to you that they don't keep? Yes. Well, of course I, I do. Ice- now, hey, yes. so, the- so who do you think oh. Ice Cube's going to vote for in 2024? Who do you I think Ice Cube's going to vote for in 2024? I don't know. Come on. I just well, okay, I know you, you're going to say he's going to vote Republican, but he may already no, he's gonna vote for Republican. he's going to vote for Trump. You want to know why? Because he yeah, valued the, him. Because he yeah, valued him. Right. Okay. Right. So if nobody's right. valuing you and you're going to still vote for him anyway because you are angry, what's the reason why Dave Smith won't vote for Trump? Even though Biden is probably like running his pockets ragged with inflation and gas prices. He'll still vote for Biden. He'll vote for more of the same. Why? Why? Because he, you, you think Dave Smith is a, a prudent person or he's thinking, he's thinking above board? No. 
because of his abject hatred for Trump, he would vote for more of the fleecing of his wealth. Okay. That makes now, no you, sense. Okay. Now, here's the thing. Yeah, it doesn't you know, have Reece, to make uh, you got a lot of shit going on, Reese. You know what I'm saying? I'll tell you what, though, Reese. I bet you he'll vote for you because you used to box. <laughs> <laughs> but you guys know it. You can't act like you don't know what I'm saying. No, no, like, that, I, that, I did it, not it, pretend it, to, to know what you were saying. I didn't, I didn't pretend to know that I didn't. Excuse me. I, I never, I mean, if I gave you that impression, okay. I, I would need to know where you saw that, but I, I did not. Um, allude to the okay. fact that I didn't understand you. What I'm saying is, I don't... Your ass uh, is not Mark, clear. You should been fucking over there with six eyes. Your shit is all confusing. <laughs> I like to I, I like to be president in this moment if we can for a second. King Reese, so you brought up Wisconsin and you brought up yes, the ma'am. fact that there was a change um, in um, there was a change in parties for some uh, previous Democrats went Republican because they weren't pleased with uh, former President Obama's um, uh, deliver, delivery of promises. His policies. Okay. Yes, mm-hmm. his policies. Okay. So now, if that being true, what you're saying, what I believe I hear you saying, is that they said, look, we gave you a shot. You shot us. <laughs> um, and so now we're going to move, we're going we're gonna to go with Trump because we think that we'll have a better chance in, in um, getting the type of um, promises kept right. of policies That's from correct. you. Now, if that That's was correct. true, if that was okay, and I'm not saying what you say is not true. I'm just saying. So that means the Democrats, many like you said, were shocked Wisconsin had done this. But here's the thing. What then? Okay, we moved on past that point, and we have Democrats mm-hmm. in office again now. Right. So then, where then is the, same... is the where is the adjustments I've made because I saw my shortcoming, and I say that to no. say this. Uh-huh. Okay, go ahead, go ahead. What, what, no, no, the answer have... comes in 2020 in Wisconsin. What right. happens after four years of Donald Trump? Right, he almost right. split that state down the middle. He doesn't win overwhelmingly like he did against Hillary Clinton. But see. What you're missing is, again, you're focusing, and and I don't mean this disrespectfully, you're focusing on the wrong thing here. What you need to focus on is that's what your vote is supposed to be used for. It's not to be a partisan politic person like like myself. Me, I'm always going to vote for a conservative. I'll never vote for a liberal, but I am the poorest example. As an American citizen, right, especially if you call yourself an independent, which many people do, A true independent says, and they are the most coveted, by the way, they are the most loved and revered electorate, the independent, because they'll go either way. And the objective is to find out where the independents are and get onto their policies and get them to vote for you. What independents did in Wisconsin is they voted for Obama, then they voted for Trump, then they voted for Biden. What you're talking about is why did it switch back in 2020? It's obvious because they felt. No, that's not what I, no, no, that's not what I said. That's not what I meant. What I'm saying is you said that the Democrats should have learned a lesson because of the switch in 2020. They should have learned a lesson. Like, oh, my God, the reason why they, they switched is because we didn't meet the mark. So if we get the chance to get the office back, we'll learn from our lessons, and we'll do better because we learned, we saw our, the error of our ways, you know, in 2020. But what I'm and saying you is, So you're saying the Democrats improved? No, their the politics? Democrats clearly, 
Right. The Democrats gave a stronger message for the people of Wisconsin, hence why Donald Trump lost that state. He yeah, okay, but that's a message. I'm talking about the doing. Right. I, okay. I'm more, I'm more so talking about what's happening other than what's really being said. The only reason why I want to know what's being said is so I can measure what's being said by what's happening. That's why I can say to you, um, politics, either side of the aisle, I mean, nobody has a, a pristine track record. There's something going on here or Indeed. something going on there. You know, but I'm trying to say what's the better what's the best we can get out of these situations, no matter who sits in office, Democrat, Republican. So what I'm saying, the best you can mm -hmm. get out of any politician, and I've said this mm -hmm. over and over again, the yeah. best thing you can get out of any pop, pop, uh, politician is listen to the more he talks about individual liberty and freedom, not about what he can give you. See, if a president is telling you what I can give you, that's mm -hmm. called control, right? That means that they're giving you something and you have to give something in re return. Nothing is ever given for free, right? Mm -hmm. So it has to be given with your tax dollars, with your consent. So they keep mm -hmm. asking for more and more so they can keep giving it to you. What you don't want to do in that aspect is give people something that is only going to harm you, right? What you want government to do is to get the F up out of your way. That's what government's role is, is to get out of your way. Come on. Mm -hmm. Have you have you watched the doc documentary called The Family on Netflix? You you may have heard me mention this uh, quite a few times now. Have you? It's five part series. Takes about four hours to get through. I would I would recommend it, and I would love to, to hear your thoughts about what what did you pick up? Have you if you haven't watched it already? Have you have you watched it? No, is this a black television series? No, sir, not at all. Okay. Because uh, I, I don't think there's one black person speaking in the entire four hours, and they only spoke for less than five minutes. However, I mean, I'm not, I didn't, I'm not bringing up anything about black. I'm bringing up again about function. What's the See, documentary? It's an energy. <laughs> it's an energy. So. Well, I don't want to say a whole lot about it other than I would just ask you. I don't Hold ask off for me one second. I'm going to call back. Hold off for me. Hold off for me. Okay. Okay. Has anyone taken a, a, some time aside to watch the family? Watch what family? It's a document. It's a documentary called the. No, a no, ain't nobody watching no documentaries over here. Ain't got time for all that bullshit. Niggas is real in they self nowadays. Niggas ain't watching no motherfucking more movies and TV bullshit, lies and movie. all that fabricated I bullshit y'all got going on in your life. <laughs> Yeah, I watch. I would, make a make a documentary about your own goddamn self about how the water is going out the refrigerator and Elijah had to go to work to get it. <laughs> <laughs> make a documentary about that and I buy it. And I, I'll be sure to include you in it. Definitely. <laughs> 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 documentary. I can certainly document. <laughs> 
Um, where did Reese go? Here. Where did Reese go? He, he, he had to go take a shit. No. Oh, I thought he, I thought he had to go take a shit. He doing a J King. No, no. It's a, <laughs> <laughs> hey. <laughs> to your point, Lavin. I don't think. Oh, that bullshit. <laughs> looking at it all that say, bullshit. You say you don't oh, think Lavin took a shit today? Yeah, he took a shit today. Lavin's Lavin wouldn't take a shit today. He, he probably oh. got up early and took a shit before he before the show. Oh, <laughs> okay. That that nigga be eating cashews and bananas and shit. That's why he got to go to the bathroom. And then Kente <laughs> bring you some greens. Kente oh, bring you some greens that he made. Kente make good food though. Um, I don't doubt that at all. Yeah, Kente make good food. I made some greens last night, man. I bet you did. Because I was trying I to get down the sack right today. Yeah, we're waiting on them right now, man. So I'll get out. <laughs> Fuck them up. That, that nigga in his voice. Bo- that nigga in his voice, Nicole. I can tell he gonna stick. A, I can tell he gonna put. He gonna touch your leg today, girl. Well, I'm gonna catch that dog. Warming her up. Pop out. Warming her up right now. Yeah, he warming her up. Oh, no. Don't y'all, don't y'all encourage him. Pass, Nicole. Pass is hot. She likes it. Pass she likes is hot. She likes She's switching to the kitchen. No, I'm not. She likes it. She likes it when you talk okay. like that about her. Uh, yeah, she she likes she like me and you. I think she like want us. Believe. I think she want me and you to rack pack it, uh, and she want us to do it in Vegas. <laughs> no, not, that's not what I'm talking about, no. Ali. That's not what I'm talking about, Ali. That's what, what I'm, I'm talking, talking about, about, though. I know that's what you see. That's what you talking about. That's not what I'm talking about. Wait, I told you. Okay, what you what you talking about, Kente? We're talking about we're talking about a topic. I said Kente. I didn't say Nicole. Right I said oh, Kente, okay. not Nicole. Kente, what you talking about? Because Nicole don't know how to stop talking. <laughs> no, man. She's a keeper, man. I told you. I, I, I told her in the beginning that. If she's a keeper, if she's a keeper, it must be cheaper. Oh, my God. Well, I told her, first of all, that as soon as she started linking up with me, that all of y'all are going to start talking about her. And she saw that happen. And, you know, and then she come once she recognized the epiphany in that, you know, she started getting closer. And I told her, I said, you know, well, you're not really that good. I told her she's really not that good. She has, she has talent, but she has skill. However, she's deficient. She's just deficient. You know, and she doesn't recognize it. She don't want to accept it. But she does have talent. And you do talk about her. So she knows that, that I tell her the truth. And uh, she wants to be on the team, but she's a keeper. As for you to keep her, I leave. Because I don't want her. That's what she knows. Thanks, Flakin. Thank you. Thank you so much. That nigga sung a, a, a key sweat in reverse. I don't wanna. I don't want that girl. I don't wanna. <laughs> oh my goodness. He well, didn't reverse you, Nicole. Oh, you know. 
<laughs> the um the only thing is though, Ali, Uh-oh. you don't know how to keep her. That's See? all. That's all See? I'm saying. Keep her. See? I know how to See, keep her. You wouldn't have started. I know exactly what to do to keep her. You pushed the start. Oh God! All I gotta do is move down there where she at. It'd be all good. <laughs> <laughs> go over, you know what I'm saying? Go, go work at the same place Elijah work at. Me and that nigga go together. <laughs> Come back, bring all the money back to Mama Nicole. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> Why she gonna do all the cooking for us? No, no, you're not helping. You ain't gonna cook no vegetarian dishes, girl. What you talking about? I'm moving down here today. <laughs> no, you going to Sacramento today to get some greens. Oh, you did say you were coming to murder me today. You did say you was gonna murder me. Yeah, today. I didn't mean like I didn't mean like in this. I didn't mean like in deceased. I mean, you know, what I'm saying I'm gonna come over there, girl, and stand on your front door and pull out this dangler. See, here we go. The Dutchies. Why are y'all going to take a good topic and just sing it? I don't understand that. But y'all do this here on Kings in the morning. Third hour. Oh, God. Now we're going to dangle it. You know, I already got my Nutter's card clapped. I, I said Nutter's too many times. Elijah is home right now. I can't be out here going out dangling. You keep bothering me. You know, I, I do the announcements. I haven't said nothing to you all morning. And then when you do the announcements, you come in here throwing daggers. So I have to, since you throwing daggers, I got to throw the dangler. <laughs> D for D. Okay, okay. So now here's the thing, though, Cuddles. All I said today was that, hey, we, we're learning together makes us stronger, and it makes you stronger. That that I mean, can you argue that truthfully? I mean, fully. Is there any argument in that? I mentioned your back because I mean, you know, it's a part of you. So really, well, why you dagger? Why are you talking with me though? Me. I didn't because, say because 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 cuddles. You, you I was fucking with you. We was cool, but you you just can't help. You can't resist yourself. <laughs> you didn't. You didn't turn into uh, a, a big girl, uh, uh, Mary. <laughs> Our sister Mary has turned the tables on you. She's doing an excellent job. She got you on the way. That motherfucker ain't turned shit. <laughs> that motherfucker get muted with the tables right or the tables left. Her motherfucking ass is going to get muted. <laughs> she ain't turned like shit. The mutes are different now. It's the mutes are no, the like mutes are different. Know. The mutes are like all day, nigga. The mutes is like hit the X on that motherfucker. <laughs> well, I mean, I I just are, see a change. You, I see okay, a change. Nobody should be getting uh, muted. There should be uh, no muting. Ain't, Ain't nobody nobody you talking about, Lathers. <laughs> he coming on the back end of the shit. You go back and talk about Freddie the rhinoceros, nigga. No, no. <laughs> About that, Lathers. About Bye. that. Why? Why does the zoo have to be in Texas, Lathers? Why is the zoo in Texas of all states? Why did you pick Texas? I'm just. And that last remark about how come? First of all, I didn't you know, pick Texas. I didn't even. I didn't even have a city for 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 the zoo. But when you said it's a zoo in Texas, I just picked it because you brought it up. I didn't say it was. <laughs> it was just Freddie was just. A rhinoceros probably was going to be in New York until you made it, Texas. <laughs> I didn't make it. I just watched it. How are you going to turn the tables on Nitchie. me, Lathers? 
No, no. <laughs> Lather. No, no. I ask you, is that where Freddie the rhinoceros was from? And you, no, you, you said, said Freddie the rhinoceros in Texas. You said, is it in Texas? You specifically asked him. Yeah, that's what he said. That's what he said. Yeah. I'm helping you right now. Which put Freddie the rhinoceros in Texas because you put it in my head. Had you not, (laughs) he would have been in New York. Yeah. But you put him in Texas. He said you put it in his head. The whole the whole story was in your head. We heard you. We heard you making it up as you go, (laughs) Nick. Yeah, if anybody know how to turn the tables on the motherfucker, it's J. King. <laughs> now this, we must agree on this. <laughs> we must agree. My goodness. Um, now, I had something else to say to you today, Ladders. Now, what was it now? It was something else I wanted to bring to Yes, yes. Um, you were on your live over the weekend, and you were um, basically insisting that um, – Folks, you know, you're a folks domino daddy and how they all they have to do basically is come to Jesus and and admit to the obvious. And I just want to know, like, have you considered, you know, maybe how they feel, you know, getting on live, you know, getting on your Facebook live talking poorly about them? Why don't you ask and him? Why don't you ask him? I am. Uh, why I'm don't he co- uh, Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, go ahead. Uh, I was trying to pose. Yes, King Fred. I was trying to pose that to him. Um is he gonna yeah. give his life to Christ? <laughs> well, he believes in God. That's not. He it's not like God. he's giving his life to Christ. Is when is he gonna have to? Uh, <laughs> what, you know? what are you? What are you asking? Because you're long-winded. But for you to have a question, deep though, deep though, question out of the question with your long wind. So what's your oh, question? Oh, okay, okay, then, okay. So basically, the short wind of it is. Why do you always have to make um, King Stephen feel like, you know, you're his domino daddy and you just going to keep taking his money? Like you never give him any chance to feel like he can redeem himself in this whole thing. Well, Are you going to let him redeem himself? Dominoes, if you knew anything about dominoes, obviously you don't, then you would know <laughs> that part of the power of the game is mentally defeating somebody. So, the same way you try to manipulate me by making Freddie the rhinoceros live in um, live in Texas, in Texas. I um, I manipulate them by letting them know that even if they could win, even if they got a better hand, they're gonna muck it up, and I'm gonna win because I'm putting it in their heads. The same way you put that in my head about. I didn't. I I didn't put that in your head. And your phone is going to ring. You did. For just you know. Nobody no, worried about. I, where, I did. Nobody thought about where Freddie the rhinoceros lived except you. Well, I and just wanted to know. Fred, and then and then and when I think about Fred, I don't think about Fred in Texas. I think about Fred in California. But you, you knew do. that Fred lived in Texas, and that's why yes, you I said. Do. Does Freddie the rhinoceros live in Texas? See that, Fred? She's full of she shit. played you? Right, right. Wow. She's full of shit, too. Wow. She's full of shit, too. Put the Dixie cup down, King Fred. No, no, no. I, I mean, maybe I am on some days, but I I um, I um, keep my fiber up. So here's the thing. 
So, Lavis, you're going to bring us a story tomorrow, right? We get, or we're going to get another no, story too. No, he said no. You, series. You, no, no. He said there's a series in the story. This is this what he said. You didn't hear that? That wasn't the, the that only, only um, one and done. Every day. The devil series no. it might be every week. It might be one series a month. But now you're okay. trying to make the series daily. There you go again, right. Fred. First she puts the full of shit, Texas. man, just like y'all call it. Nikki Poo ain't about shit. I thought, oh I thought she was a good person, but I, I, I think, I'm figuring this shit out. But you should really get, all, get in her ass about watching a man's game, and then she's going to try to uh, uh, tell you how to talk to homeboy. You know? No, this is a man's world. This is a man's world. I asked a question. I ain't totally next. Now, now I got a question for you, Missy Smurf. Uh, Missy Smurf, I got a question for you, and I need I want you to be honest with me. I got a question for you. Lathers, Lathers, can, 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 can we avoid? Are you a homophobic? Are you a homophobic? And you have no genitalia. Don't be talking. Don't listen, Nicole. Don't talk over Lathers. Go ahead, Lathers. She's talking over you. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Lathers. Ali, I'm only asking her a question because she seems to want to be a man business all the time. In order for you to be a man business, you got to have some man genitalia. Yeah, she gotta have some genitalia. She gotta have some. She eat them for she eat them for dinner. You know, Brussels sprouts and nuts. No, uh, no, I am one hundred percent female as God made me. Then why you? Then why are you trying to tell men? Then why are you trying to tell men how to speak to each other about a game that requires men talking shit to each other? Why you? Why you got your femininity? And male shit. Yeah. So that's a good. That's a very good question. So as you well, you know, know Nicole, if, if you got nuts, team. if you got nuts, Mary must got a dangler because she always no. a man shit. Oh God. Our sister does not have a dangler. I mean, I haven't like verified this, but I know this to be true. Our sister does How not. How do you know? How the fuck day. you know? Because she she uh, she don't have, she does she's our see, sister. See, you always get your ass in, uh, tied up in shit from uh, you every get, week. Somebody you else to get me. Uh, you you go get, get your feeling hurt and shit. You try to get me suspended. That's not that's not nice. Yeah. So she yeah, always I mean, she always getting tied up in dick in dicks and shit, no, tying her neck. No. Up. Sorry, no, running no. these three ways. She got these three ways and four ways going on and shit. Oh boy! Where's that guy to talk sexy? T- sex? Where's that sexy talking guy that you like to listen to? I see. First off, who said that I like to listen? Um, who even said that? You, we can tell. We can tell. It's a giggle in your voice. Question, it's motivating. Please, me, no, <laughs> that's, that's an assumption, um, and you know what they say about that. So let me let me address you, please, Lathers. I ask you a question. I'm not putting, um, asserting any uh, dangling on the You're going to leave Lathers alone, damn it. They're going to fire your ass. Trump. First and foremost, Lathers asked you a question. Get your ass out of here. <laughs> I don't want to be fired. Well, you just but keep on fucking around in man so business. You questions. keep fucking around in man business. Your ass go overdo yourself. Shit. <sighs> And and Lavis made the assumption that I don't play dominoes. He made he he made the assumption. He never asked me if I played dominoes or not. He he just he didn't ask at all. He just assumed. He wants you to be his domino daddy. 
No, I, no, no, <laughs> no. But I mean, poor Stephanie. So I you mean, want to sit across from me, and he's gonna be, bam. Where them bitches at? Follow that cab, motherfucker. Hit, take this, Nick the Greek, motherfucker. Nah. <laughs> well, he did say. Switching he did bitches. Say, <laughs> he did say that um, he, he'll he'll uh, welcome queens to the domino table. As a matter of fact, um, I forget his name right now, but he he offered to bring his queen of his esteem to the domino table. Uh, to whoop on Lazarus real quick. I don't mind. Said, well, you know. I don't mind putting don't my eat. foot. I don't mind putting my domino foot in your domino ass if that's what you're asking. Not at all. Wish. Wow. So I thank like, you for that. I like to see Fred. I like to see Fred play dominoes because I have never seen a man with Twinkie fingers slap bones on the table. I tell some shit. I tell some shit. I tell some shit. I can't believe for you right now, King Fred. This is everything you just said. I need a minute. I can't believe for you right now. I'm going to give me 10 Twinkies and put a domino on each one of them. (laughs) First of all, um, dominoes start with seven. It's seven. You pull up seven in your hand. Yeah, I know. No, I know. I just, he got ten face. fingers though. Okay. I got he got I got ten Twinkie fingers. I want to put a domino on. <laughs> you know, just for oh, a little. Yeah. I'm gonna take a picture. Let you smirk. Are you trying to say you can play dominoes? Is that what you're trying to say? No, I, I'm not. I'm not. I just I'm not trying to say anything. I just was saying, um, you didn't ask me. You just assumed that um well, that it I don't, don't matter. Uh, I, don't, I, I, I know you, you made it it was sense whether I ask you or not. I know you can't beat me, so why would I ask you? Uh, I don't know. I don't know, I don't know Jay. I think she might get up in you, Jay. Okay. <laughs> Listen she, she been quiet about it. She ain't been loud about you it. Also, she must can whip that ass, Jay. You also think that song um, Six Pack is good, so nobody care about what you You know that song <laughs> Six Pack good early <laughs> in the morning, Jay King? That shit be banging. I like that shit, man. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> that, that shit get me going. That's why I'm not worried about if if you're the endorsement for her domino game. I have no worries. Oh, that's cold, Pop. I thought we was partners, man. I mean, goddamn, why you gonna do me like that? It's Monday. I'm I'm just saying. If yeah, I forgot. Are you endorsing her? I domino forgot. It's game? Monday. And, yeah, and you, uh, we know you white today. <laughs> Catch him on Trinidad Tuesday. Yeah, he, he, he white today. <laughs> if you decide that you want to play, if you decide that it's going to play, I'm going to uh-huh. do it on you anyway. I'm mm-hmm. all white. <laughs> 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 He's a cold oh, piece of work right there. Every day. Yeah. <laughs> Lathers. You get that's a great name. <laughs> yes. And I'm a That's a great name. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. That nigga yep. need to change his name to Jay Lathers King. <laughs> <laughs> You got to put the sire in there, too. Oh, oh yeah. you got to get a sire, a.k.a. sire of my desire. Sire. <laughs> <laughs> Bum. 
J. King said that nigga Robert's brother looked like he was nine months pregnant. <laughs> that was horrible.
ain't got nothing to do but call the radio. This radio station is you saving said her life. You drink coffee and eat biscuits all morning. I heard you. I hadn't pressed the one yet. I heard what you said. <laughs> you said she don't have yeah. nothing to do but drink coffee and eat biscuits. That's right. That's right. She's been here the whole time with her big old ass. He's on the Kramer. What am I, I going to do with y'all? She got them flabby arms. You know how the back arms just be all flabby that she got come some of them. Oh, well, <laughs> she got shoulders. She got shoulders. Yeah. Come all the way to her because you guys are here for three or four hours after the show. So she can argue. Yeah. Well, you know, just the Charlie got the hour of power. <laughs> <laughs> but it's only one hour. But you guys be three oh, hours of power. It's supposed to be one hour, but uh, we we're not doing well with that. <laughs> I'm saying, you know, you guys, you know, if you're going to say something about her being here, she could say something about you. Oh, she could, but we ain't drinking coffee and eating biscuits, though. Only she is. <laughs> and using all the creamer. See, that's why she's salty with you. Did you say you no, using all the creamer? Pink Fred. No, nah, she like, she like come over here messing with black men. She loves black She like black men. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> some of them white girls yeah. like black men. They love a nigga, boy. <laughs> yeah, you should have heard them yesterday on the women's. Them motherfuckers was talking about why they can't get a man, and they forty five and shit like that. And these motherfuckers mm-hmm. gotta be honest with a motherfucker. You can be trying to change the motherfucker and shit instead of being who you are. And then you and then look at your taste in a motherfucking man. And then you want to knock him. I can't get a man, and all men ain't shit. Got your fucking mind. I'm telling you, boy. That's what you just said. That's they true. crying and shit. Oh, I can't get a man. I'm 45. It's really hard out here now. I can't get a man. I'm like, no, listen at these bitches. They say, uh, two, five, four, uh, 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 press the one. You don't want to hear what I got to say. I'll just. <laughs> you know what, man? You're not to hear this, motherfuckers. Well, see, this is, see, King Fred. Shut right up. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, bitches talking about sulfurating shit. Sulfurating, how come they all fucked up and how come they can't get a man? I'm like, wow. Well, that's not Queens in the morning, though. Just so you know, Queen, it's Queens. That's not well, Queens you, in the morning. Oh, you was monitoring the fucking thing, too, huh? Well, I, I support Queens in the morning, and that was not one of their recent topics. You done fell on somebody's broadcast. But don't put that on our sisters. Yesterday, yesterday afternoon, the motherfuckers was crying. They can't get a man. I'm like, where the fuck is Ali? Where is Ali? (laughs) What, Mary? (laughs) You're going to stop talking about my motherfucking podcast. Okay, it was nice, though. (laughs) 254, can you pick up? 254, can you pick up? I say, no, Mary, don't go, man. I'm not coming in there like that. I'm just going to sit back and observe for 30 days and find out who I got to marry and why. And who got nothing here and you who uses sulfur eight? Shit, that's some of your problems. Nigga don't want you riding around in their cars smelling like sulfur eight. I didn't hear you talk about no sulfur eight and and folks having difficulties um, with their hair. That was a week before last. That was that was the weekend, not this weekend, but last weekend. But yeah, yesterday y'all was shopping around for man. Yeah. Oh yeah. I said it was slim pickings out here, and it is. 
There ain't no slim pickings. You be looking for the wrong motherfucker. You round here looking. You want one of them dreadheads, one of them young motherfuckers that want to, you know, that they, that they want to take your money and use your food stamps and shit, and you can buy him weed mm-hmm. and make him sit what? on the couch and shit. Oh, no, no, I'm not. You're looking for the wrong thing. You heard what I said. Well, I, well, I'm just saying, don't don't slap that jacket. That don't fit everybody. I wasn't fucking I talking to you. Who you say y'all? I'm a, I, I'm part oh, of the you scene. Look, are you looking? You shopping that. around too? No, I didn't. I'm not shopping around. You're you on you the block too. Out. I'm when not on the block. Why did God send you somebody? Just just sit there and wait. Thank you. I agree. Yeah. Just pat the pussy and wait. <laughs> See, now you had to throw in. Nah, uh-uh. No. I'm going to throw something at you, King Fred. One second, 254. No, 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 no. That wasn't no, even no. me. That wasn't even me. <laughs> that was you. That was definitely you. <laughs> yep. Okay. Just wait. <laughs> I'm waiting on the Lord to send me somebody. Well, hell. <laughs> you don't even do shit. You don't even know when he didn't send them. All these goddamn uh, shit. Half a man's better than no man, but you want to pick. You you want one with muscles and uh, 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 long hair King and uh, dark skin. King Fred depends on what half are we talking about. If if the if the king long doesn't recognize his, his position, no, hold on now. You cannot base hold it on. on just that, can you? Not just that. You need more than that. Yeah, you're going to have to get something to eat, shit. Sooner or later, you're going to have to do shit. You know what I mean? But what do you have to offer? You guys got to figure out, okay, well, why do I keep on coming up with these old sour-tasting-ass niggas? <laughs> you know, am I, do I taste like honey? Or do I got some false shit in my hair? Do my eyelashes, is these my eyelashes? Is this is this my booty? Is this my? Is this really me? You know, shit. Find somebody that look like you, and stop always goddamn me painting yourself up to look like a goddamn zebra, and then think you're gonna goddamn come home with a shuttling pony. Third hour of power. Now they left y'all. Now y'all sitting back with your mouth wide open. No, no, I'm in the office right now. Well, I mean, I'm not disagreeing with with you, King Fred. We should be ourselves. (laughs) We should be comfortable in our own skin. Right, and if you ain't got no motherfucking hair, cut it off ball. Motherfucker, that shit looks sexy sometimes. You understand me? But I ain't calling. I ain't telling you. You know. You know. (laughs) Do the (laughs) suit yourself. You gotta like yourself. Stop fucking cutting on your body. And trying to get booty implants and man, just love on you. God damn, I ain't never seen so many motherfuckers made up like a goddamn circus clown in my life. And study trying to make their booty round enough for a motherfucker to look at it. What the fuck is wrong with you? Go to cutting and gagging and all that old bullshit. Oh my god. All all queens have not subscribed to what you're saying, King Fred. This is a percentage. Well, we, we don't decided. need you here. What is the damn men? So let me express myself. I am, but only I, to I'm the not damn verbatim. Everything got to be you. verbatim. You agree? <laughs> no, she don't agree. agree. I, I agree with all, what you said about all being women. Good. All women have sold out to the word cute. 
You okay. can't lie and tell me that they haven't. Every woman thinks she cute in some kind guess of fashion. That's what they want to look like. Guess what the fuck they want to look like, man? Well, nah, Them two bitches on the like Salem commercial, they want to look like the double mint girls. No, no, no. Oh, drug. That's when you lose me, see. But they all want to be cute. Now, why they want to be cute, I don't know. But all of them want to be cute, and they sold themselves out. Every woman has sold herself out to cute some kind of way. And they walk around here, not all of them, that like Nicole said, everybody hasn't participated. But they all about what they ass look like and what their hair look like. And they go outside with this demon on them. The demon has taken over, and they always sticking their lips out on the pictures with their friends, with, with their lips sticking out. That's a demon. I'm not being funny. That's a demon. And it's in a lot of those girls, and you can see that same women, demon. girls. The motherfuckers that you you open up one eye and look at them. Look, one there's a demon in your head. There's, there's a demon around the men too. The motherfuckers there's a the demon around time, the men they, too. They they, they 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 squeeze their ass and all that shit, and then be in the mirror looking back at it. Okay, let me. Well, see yeah, and like, some of you niggas got that demon. Who, who, who you sold at? out. Who, some who of you men then sold out to the demon. It's called looking. Nigga, what you looking for? You know it's, it's there. there. Nigga, that's what I'm... Your eyes and sold your ass out too, Fred. Oh, yeah. I, I love to look at a beautiful if woman. If you know what you're looking at, beauty. you got to stop looking, nigga. I'm looking. I ain't blind, motherfucker. Just give me more, some more years. I'm wrong. You need, to, you need to be six eyes right now with your motherfucking ass. Now, easy, buddy. Now, you leave my motherfucking eyes alone and my cataracts and my sugar diabetes. That's what you can do, you broke big bitch. Broke back bitch. See how we don't switch sideways. This motherfucker, they goddamn me, turn on me. So, now, what I don't need to look at because I I got eyes. May I ask? No, no, no. This is a man's world. (laughs) Shit. When we get tired, that's when you chime in. Are you tired? Not yet. Okay. Come on, Ali. What the fuck is going on with you today, man? Gonna be one way, mute way, uh, you know. What I mean, you gotta agree with me sometime, now, nigga. I don't. Th- I don't think he's in a mute, a muting mood right now. And this is a rare event that we no, he know Jay. He know Jay somewhere around washing his ass with some soap and his rubber ducky. Cuddles has has muted us, King Fred, to the point where lathers have to unmute us. Cuddles I ain't muted us for the lathers. Go do it. Ain't nobody put you on mute. Nobody knows. We know that. No, we honored you today and thanked you for not doing it. <laughs> That's what we were saying when you kind of walk back in the door. Sometimes, you know, when you walk in a room, maybe just a couple, give it like three seconds to kind of hear what's being said, and then that way you'll find out that we were not talking about you. We were happy that you did not mute us today. This is a rare day. Now, King Fred wants you to agree with him at, 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 on something, on some things that he said today. I have a question to ask you both, or any king that's willing to answer. I don't want to hear your shit. I 
Should I, I well, what do you want? <laughs> Go you. ahead. Okay. 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 Thank you so much. Okay. So I hear what you said. You said um, the, the the queens have sold out to cuteness. We 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 have we have bought into cuteness and all its um, ways. Now back up. And now you're lying on me already. You're lying on me. I, I didn't say cuteness. See, when you say shit that a motherfucker say, say exactly cute. what they said. Don't change. The, I said cute. Cute. Okay. There you go. Cute. Cute in all its forms. You said we we we've been sold we've sold ourselves out for cute. And um, the kings have sold themselves out for looking at cute. Right. It's okay. two demons. Those two, are two demons. Yes. And they and they in the cahoots together. They collude together. Okay. Exactly. So t- exactly. All right. All right. So now why is it then I hear kings talking about sexual value that, you know, a woman, you know, basically, you know, she um I've heard I've heard it say, um, she done fell off. You know, she's not like she used to be. You know, she's not this or that. Now, what I perceive that to mean is that the woman's cute is now mute, okay, and they don't want to look at her no more. They want to look at the next one. So if the, if if all this, like uh, King Fred said, hair, nails, backside, and, and, and bosom, all that, is being over um, overly promoted, for for whatever reason, okay. Now some some women have said <laughs> it, it, they they wish to ha- they wish they they doing this because they want to be attractive to men. Now I know, all right, we got other stuff mixed in here, but what I'm saying is, so then, do, so do the men want to see this, or, what, what, or do they not want to see it? Yeah, what do you do? Don't let these fools run you into some game that don't know, ma'am. Want to see a woman looking good and smelling good, titties looking good, ass looking good? Cause they fucking lying. Shit. So King Fred. Yeah. King Fred said, "What's the first thing he he looking? He said he that's what he gonna do." No, yeah, I said all that. Go 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 ahead, get him, Miley. Shit. Well, how how they know? What about how the big toe look? What if they big toe look good? Well, I suppose the one who would who would value the big toe is the one who likes toes. Yeah, well, you know, you kings got different things that. that y'all like. It's not it's not always the backside. It's it's it, it could be your elbows. Y'all y'all out here. Y'all y'all looking at all kinds of stuff. But in general, people like well, people like all different types of stuff. I look at man's hands. If you got ugly, if your if your nails grow fucked up and they ugly, I can't. I don't give a fuck how good you look. You cannot touch me. Okay. People look at all yeah, that, types of that demons. Ain't, that ain't demons. what we're talking about, though. We're talking about these two demons called cute and look. That's what we're talking about. We're not talking about nails and all that other shit. We're talking about what these people that sold themselves out to and trying to be cute, and then the man got the demon, too, because that's the motherfucker that got the look demon in him because he always looking was trying to be cute. What about lips? Yeah, but isn't that the first What about thing that, some and, big and lips? And I'm being serious. Like, no, all jokes aside, right, like all joking aside, 
um, isn't that the first thing that we're, we're optical, right? That's the first thing that we we see with our eyes. So isn't that the first no, thing you guys are wrong? Woman we we, we wasn't talking about it like that. You you taking it somewhere else? Nicole wasn't meaning it like that. I mean, Nicole, you need to explain to her what the question was. You know, because I don't know she uh, she's on some other stuff. She's been in Alabama too long. <laughs> is, it, is, is it all right? Is it all right to be looking at the lips like that? Can I look at them? Oh, I love some lips. See, she, she, she sold out. Yeah, I love the lips. See, she got that demon in her, Nicole. We can't ask her shit. She, she's already gone. <laughs> okay, so King Fred is the one that brought out hair, backsides, bosoms, and fingernails, and eyelashes. So he kind of was saying that we should stop, like, we should be ourselves. I did not women. say that. I did not say that. You over-promote. You're looking for a man. Then you dress up like a goddamn clown. And you know that shit got to come off sooner or later. He's going to see your ass. Okay? But Nicole, but Nicole, stop what taking the bullshit. Be yourself. Be yourself. Stop, cutting, stop cutting on yourself. Stop thinking that you're going to... Um, squeeze into a girdle when it's going to make you a goddamn Coke bottle and just, you know, find somebody that you, that's, 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 you 50, if you 50, get you a motherfucker that's uh, 30. Stop trying to goddamn me hang with a motherfucking uh, pretty boy Floyd and you a goddamn me nickel. I'm not against what you're saying. I, I, again, I, I'm not against what you're saying at all. But wait, you're saying I should go find myself a 30-year-old? Find you well, a motherfucker that's on your same speed that like what you like, and don't fake it. Just come at the motherfucker as you are and set your standards, set your standards where they need to be. But you're also saying your standards should be realistic, not not exactly. overly pro- Not yeah. over the fucking top. You're working too hard. When you go to Brazil and get you a, a, a fly to Houston and get a buck, boo-boo, a booty, some titties well, I, and go I, through I all ain't that, no ain't none of us you know, and some silicone titties and all that and some eyelashes yeah. and shit, you're not going to find no true man like that, baby. you got to find somebody that likes you for your bald-head ass. You know, I mean, and, it's not, there's nothing wrong with being bald-headed. There's nothing wrong with having a flat booty. Just be your fucking self. You'll find somebody that loves you for you. Don't try to get a nigga and you got to buy him a goddamn car or a gun, a hunting rifle, a horse, and some tires and shit, a suit. Find you somebody that just likes you for you. Just keep it real, honey. That's all I got to do. That's all you got to do. Well, that's all we have time to do is to keep it real, so I agree with you. I'm not against what what you're saying. Um, I, I don't do that. No, no, don't sit up and eat I'm a whole bunch of garlic. Don't sit up and eat a whole bunch of garlic and shit and think a motherfucker. Well, garlic is good you know. for your health. No, no, King Fred, you can't have it both ways. I garlic don't is give good a for your health. Ass. Don't nobody will goddamn me get you a Hindu. Stop fucking around, man. Stop playing. You see, you can, we what, what like these garlic about, and shit, but about it's... What Fred is the Kardashian effect. <laughs> what? what? The Kardashian effect. The Kardashian effect. Yeah. 
No, they go get some crazy. I ain't trying to be no motherfucking Kardashian. I'm just trying to be me. Shit. Just you. <laughs> just me. <laughs> okay. Just the two of us. <laughs> you, you said. Can we get it, sweetheart? But for real, um, though, but for real, though, I don't know that was the terminology that she was using. You said, just, just for real, though, for, on a serious note, on a serious note. On a serious note, exactly. <laughs> and I a eat man, garlic. There's a man, there's a man shortage. No, is it? Is it? Well, yeah, look where is. you hang That's out, shit. You just look where you hang out. You, you <laughs> hang out. You hang out at the uh, at the goddamn uh, railroad where ain't nothing that but men. Shit. I'm accused. I'm accused of being a hermit. <laughs> this motherfucker that here. I've, I've he hang out away from the world. He hang out with the dudes. You know. You know. I know a lot of women that Who? do that. Uh-uh, I don't hang out with women. I hang out with men. Uh-uh. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Bitches is messy. So you, you hang out here. Red. You hang out over oh, here where you can. First off, you over here talking, calling, calling a woman folk out out of her position, and, and then wonder why she treats you in that manner. So don't hang out with with hang out with women, and, and maybe you'll have a different experience. Just suggesting that. Me? I've been married I've been married four times. My wife will tell you, I've been married four times. Shit, this is the longest I've done anything. You know what I'm saying? Well, well, I'm not talking about like at that level. I'm talking about friends. You know, you have female women friends. Oh, women friends. Like, oh, you but you hang out with women with somebody, they I ain't got no women friends. Somebody gonna get some dick. Some other lady shit. No, uh, no. Right. See? Right. Right. Got that, to be hanging out and looking and standing over and shit. What the fuck yeah, I look like going to the movies? If a man and a woman in a relationship, they shouldn't have a lot of friends of the opposite sex. That right there no. is a problem. Not at all. Not at all. That causes issues. Somewhere, somewhere down the road, trust me, my mama used to get in fights with her husband all the time when all of her male friends came over. They were just friends. But that nigga mm-hmm. didn't believe it. He didn't like it. He's like, well, okay, tell that motherfucker why he got to come over here every motherfucking day then. Huh. Sitting around my goddamn table, nigga. Get shit. I'd stop that myself. I wouldn't have told my wife shit. I, I tell you what, nigga. Yeah. You, you gonna get tired of? Would you be quiet? Yeah. You gonna get tired of goddamn me putting engines in your car? Cause I'm gonna put sugar in your tank. Every time she passes you some water, I'm gonna spit in it, motherfucker. You are not supposed to sit up here and be sitting around here looking at my woman's ass, motherfucker. What are you talking about? What are y'all talking about? Get the fuck on. Go find you somebody to talk to now. Shit. And I tell him that. I ain't got to sneak around. And if he don't like what I'm saying, he, he can go too. Get your friends. What is wrong with you, Fred? We just friends. I don't know oh, why you're acting so jealous, Fred. We just talking. We've been friends for years. Okay, well, why y'all got to do that friend shit in my motherfucking house? Okay. My, my old lady, mama want, uh, they, uh, uh, you know, you remember Robert? I'm like, who the fuck, what the fuck are you talking about? You remember Robert? You remember, you used to like Robert. That motherfucker went as far as to bring a man's picture here of my wife and her uh, boyfriend when she was a kid. I'm like, woman, what is your motherfucking problem? I don't want that nigga, why are you doing this? That's disrespectful. 
I don't give a fuck. That was the past. That's disrespectful. Friend my ass. You a grown woman now. And your mama hanging out. Still got some goddamn lovey-dovey high school pictures. Ain't this a bitch? Yeah, but I thought we weren't talking about lovey-dovey. We were talking about friends. Platonic friends. If you hugged up with a nigga in the high school and yeah. y'all hugged up and she still got this nigga sitting on her fireplace, you got okay. me fucked up. You got no, me I, fucked up. I, I agree with that. You take yes. that shit and you you throw it. You don't tell me what to do in my house. Mm-hmm. You, you ain't got to worry about me sitting up around your motherfucking ass. Because you a tramp, and you got all kind of different husbands and boyfriends. Now you put, 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 put that shit all in your daughter's head. Motherfucker, that ain't the way you do. My mom, I, I was raised, goddammit, and that ain't, I ain't never seen my daddy, my mama sit a nigga, I don't know nothing about no other man sitting up. Now, some deacons be sitting up around the house when I come home from school. I'm like, what the fuck are they doing? Preaching the word and drinking coffee. Man, get the fuck up out of here. Do my daddy know you here? Shit. He come on home and sit there and drink coffee yeah. with the ass. I never figured that out. Uh-huh. I come home every day and your ass well, end up and drinking coffee, motherfucker. Well, uh, one life to one life, one life to no. And they'll fuck up their whole marriage behind it. A woman will. Exactly. Well, oh, that's oh, yeah. my friend. You ain't not gonna stop me right from now? seeing my friend. And like, what you mean? You married to this man? He don't like that you got these men in your in your household or going to meet men for coffee and shit. He don't appreciate that. When this your husband, but since you saying ain't nothing going on, you just gonna be I'm selfish grown. and tell him well, I'm grown. I'm, I'm not gonna stop seeing my friends. Well, you you gonna be a homeless motherfucker because I, I know I'm ninety five or fifty percent of this relationship. So yeah. you go get with your friend and let him call me a no good motherfucker. And, and and y'all can ride off in your little fucking carriage, bitch. Nah, period. You're not supposed to play that game with me. Uh-uh. Oh, ain't I grown? I can't do what I want to do? Well, motherfucker, you seems like you need to be single. And I don't have a problem with it. Do y'all women understand there's 20 to 1 in each city? Yes, worth being. Because most of the motherfuckers in... Uh, brought that bullshit out of your old relationship or what your mama didn't talk you and all that bullshit. And then the system got a man so fucked up, he can't be a provider in the house. They'll lay his black ass off and put you to work and give you all the food stamps and then tell your motherfucking punk ass, if you feed that nigga, if you let him come over, if he spend the night, we putting your motherfucking ass out. And guess what? I'm my own woman. I'm my own. Uh-uh, I got my own. I've never heard so many women walk, run the fuck around here talking about my own, but you're married, but taxes, the motherfucking man, I, I, I just don't get it. I don't get it. I do not motherfucking get it, and if you allow it, that's what kind of punk-ass relationship you in. Motherfucker, fuck it. I, I, don't, I ain't fucking with her because she gets uh, child support. I got to do this because I don't want her to child support. Nigga, is you crazy? You better go down there and talk to them people. Stop letting that woman take all the goddamn, uh, what you call it? Uh, I ain't never got it. IRS money, uh, any kind of benefit. She gets all of that, but your punk ass 
uh, 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 scared of cow support. Uh, 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 cow support. Nigga, pull. Ooh, wee. But see, we're not talking about me. I'm venting on somebody else's accord. We are not talking about me because I do not have any little Freddies. Thanks to J. King. Well, you don't have Freddy. any. No. No. For not, well, that's not supposed to be about you, uh, King Fred. Okay. Now, I looked up something because I just want to check in about that. So it says here, but I'll keep looking, the the sex ratio for the entire world population is approximately 101 males to 100 females, and that's a 2021 estimate. Well, when you take 20 to 1, you're trying to take 20 women. They, they in jail oh. at work, God damn it. Them motherfuckers in jail, that shit they talking about, God damn it. They are not walking the face of this earth. You go out in the public, wherever you go, is going to be. Mm-hmm. I'm not beating on the goddamn keyboard. You're going to tear everything <laughs> up. You're going to throw your phone up. Get heavy-handed. <laughs> Nigga, I wouldn't want to be your sink, your faucet in the kitchen shit. Well, I, I, buy, I have a quality faucet that could take that kind of abuse. Thank you for your concern. See there? All right. See, that, that's now. probably the way you treat a man, too. Get no, out no. there and goddamn me, cut that yard. Uh-huh, uh-huh. He ain't <laughs> no, nothing but a man. He just like a car. No. He like iron. Oh. No. I, you can't um, weigh him out. Get your ass out he, there because I've seen my granddaddy do it and my uncle. So you're going to cut the neighbor's yard, too, before you come in here. I don't have to tell a man what, what a man need to do. Okay, so now let's let's go. Let's If I do that, I got bigger problems. Okay, hold on a minute. I just messed up here. You said they're probably incarcerated. <laughs> they incarcerated out there in the motherfucking fields at the crack house. He's at the whole house. They they what they missed the fences. All right, uh, well, see. <laughs> they damn sure. I don't have a handle on those numbers, but there's some truth to what you say. So I'm not I'm not I'm not knocking it. I'm just trying to understand it. That's all. Hmm. Well, you know, the life of an average man with a wife that worries the fucking out of him, and he tries to provide, and then he has these little big guinea boo-boo babies. They don't live that long. Men don't live that long under the jurisdiction of a woman, a wife. A wife will worry the fuck out of a man if you pick the wrong one. Well, absolutely. Women kill men, okay? Uh-huh. Well, hold it, hold, hold everything. First and foremost, you said it earlier. You said it best. We get what we allow. So if I put myself in a position where I have um, unified myself with someone, like you said, half a man is better than no man. I'm really listening to everything that you all say. I can't catch everything, but I try. You said half a man is better than no man. And I, 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 I heard old bullshit preachers say that. That's not so, what I feel. Yeah, I don't right feel now, that. You, I heard you, old, you that was just that. something that you I heard a preacher say okay, at a shallow I, I church. No. I heard, I heard, I heard King Fred say it in a serious conversation. Well, see, I don't. This well, is this is. I have this trouble. I never see the game no when y'all yeah, speaking and when y'all not speaking. So that's why I get confused. So I can only go by the words that you're giving me because I'm not in the position. You know, like I'm looking, I'm listening, right? Oh, so, wow. all right. So, so do you agree? Half a man is um, better than no man. Half a woman is better than no woman. Now I'm asking you. 
Since I thought you were for real and you said you weren't. be fucking deadly. A trappy-ass woman is deadly. Okay. It's deadly. I have seen a motherfucking man that don't smoke crack cocaine, but he fell in Mm -hmm. love with a woman that was on crack cocaine or a woman that drank. But he was... He was he was he was die hard for, and that motherfucker mm-hmm. shit. She killed him. She smoked him to death. She didn't kill him. He yes, killed she did. him. No, he wanted no to, sir. He wanted to please her, so right. he kept well, the go. crack he, coming. I, yes, he wanted. So she didn't do. He agreed. Yes, he did. It's that no, monkey. You hear that so presented. much? My brothers talk about she that monkey. Presented. That pussy is a strange thing. But keep it real. Well, a nigga can right. be tricked. With that monkey. I, uh, okay. So I don't know. Um, I don't know if I'm mad. Um, I don't know. I don't know about that. I don't know about all that. Because you I ever had some pussy? Have you ever had I, some pussy? No, I have my own. All right, then. You don't know what I'm telling you. Okay. But I, I thought y'all were, um, well, okay. If that that's That's your answer for you. I don't know if that's true for all men. I don't know. It's I never true took for a me too. I'm right here with him. It's true for me too. A woman, a woman can never stick be ever in her life to ever stick a dick up in some pussy. And I ain't talking about none of them dildos and shit. I'm talking about a real oh. dick. A woman a can never stick a real dick in some real pussy. Okay, and, and, and until she can do that, she don't know what the fuck up we talking about when we say a man will go all out behind some coochie. All the way at work, day and night, fucking uh, uh, take a cold baloney sandwich to work every fucking day. Then get off work on a Friday, made sure all the rent, because he wants that pussy there. He wants that life and work himself into the goddamn graveyard, and she'll still have all that furniture, all that jewels, and all that shit, and the motherfucker retire and never get a chance to sleep in the bed sit on the couch and watch TV with that woman. Now. Hmm. Okay. King Frank. It's fucked up. It's fucked King up. Frank. But it's, it's real. So did, shouldn't, shouldn't the king then, like, be concerned about some other things in addition to the quality of the cookie? Shouldn't he have something else that he should be thinking about? Because he don't want to get caught up with the cookie, and they got to take Nicole? a lot of stuff. Uh, you sound I'm crazy to motherfucker. Listen, you done lost your goddamn mind for real. You know goddamn well life ain't nothing about but going to get some money, bringing it home, paying some bills, and getting some coochie or vice versa, and eating. That's what life is all about. So what do you mean, can a man have his mind on something else? He gets to that, the fifth thing on his mind every day. Okay, so what I'm trying to say, thank you for asking. What else do a nigga got to do, Nicole? What can a human man do, Nicole? He got to go to sleep. He going to get tired. Cuddles. What can a woman do when she wants that thing plunged? When she wants that thing plunged, she go out there and get her man. That can plunge it. That's what she okay. be thinking about when she at work. Oh, I can't wait to get out of this job. These girls up here at this job making me mad. They don't know how to work. I don't even know why they got hired. I can't wait to get home so my husband can plunge this thing. Okay, so Cuddles, 
and King Fred. I appreciate you both for, for sharing. What I'm trying to do is understand what you are saying because you took the time to say it. So if there's something that I, you're trying to convey, I'm trying to hear you. And that, I have questions. So what I'm saying is, when I say that, shouldn't the king think about more than just the quality of the cookie? Because you say that the kings is out here, it's all about, like, I, this is the cookie for me, and I'm going to do everything within my life for this cookie. But I'm unhappy because I think King Fred was saying, like, um, in some cases he's observed that some kings aren't happy, that, like the woman is not all of what he need her to be. But the cookie is good, though. We good with that. But the rest of this is not really working for me. But now I'm sort of like locked in here with this cookie, but not much else. I done heard King say the cookie was well, good and the cookie you know, went you, away. You, I done heard him say a lot You of missed stuff. the most important thing he said. The most important well, thing he said questions. is, no, you, yeah. he, uh, you ain't listening. You said you've been listening, but you haven't. Because okay. he said, because he said, you don't have to do that. Just be single, and you don't have to worry about it. But if you got a man and you ain't single, then you have to think about these things that he mentioned. You missed that part, Nicole. I did. I didn't hear the single part, King Fred. I didn't know you said something about be single. That's what I said. Love yourself. Love your heart. Love you. Well, yeah, love Stop yourself don't mean single. Bullshit. You got to get out of that old traditional way that your mama and your dad, auntie sat around the table and taught y'all to think. It's fucked up. Yes, everything that was told to us coming up was not was not the best thing for us. I agree with that. Not everything that was told us was good for us, and I have to even admit that for my own um, upbringing, because I like to keep things personal. Um, but I, what I am trying to understand is, being you was something, you was told something, and that's better than today, where these girls are being told nothing. They just doing what the men do, and look, they got a lot of these young girls got the look demon in them, and you can see it. It's possible. Our age group kind of gave up and 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 abandoned the job. Of, of no, helping baby. the young young women. No, we, we no. Are, my this age is where you really. This is where you really drop the fucking ball as women. You have raised these young girls that uh, thirty one, all the way thirty one, thirty two, thirty, all the way up from thirty five, to believe that they are grown women. They will leave. They will. They will just as fast jump in the bed with an old man, 65, own up and marry them because they have no guidance. They are searching. And what you what the women are doing is actually they're putting their, their, their daughters out there like that, you know. I mean, they're, 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 man, I, I really believe if everybody was to, uh, you know, you you got to teach your kids good values when you're shopping around for girlfriend, a man, or this, that, and the other. And then you got to ask yourself, okay, well, this guy that I'm 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 supposed to bed down with or give him my life because I love him. And love at that point is just a feeling, penetration of the pussy, because he makes them feel good. You well, don't know lust. who you love. That's lust, yes. But they get that confused. Uh, yes. <clears throat> and and then. 
you've sat there and you've listened to mom and uh, girlfriend sat around that table that waited on that check and uh, yeah, he gonna get paid and girl, I'm getting paid and this, that, and that, and I'm paid and paid. Yeah, girl, I do this. Yeah, man, that's that bullshit is fake and weak and so fucked up. Women are really selling themselves down the road right now today. For you're not getting the whole package. I agree. We got a lot of problems out here. Um, King Fred, do you think there's any room in here to add to the fact that um, some of the mothers have let their daughters down, their nieces, granddaughters, oh, females in the family down with the poor quality information? Would you, could, could we also agree that um, the lack of father influence is also missing? And I know for me, I saw how the family dynamics worked in in my household. Like I say, I try to keep it personal because I know everybody's household don't run the way my upbringing ran. Um, and there's even challenges in that whole thing for me. But what I'm saying is, would you also could we also agree the whole dynamic, the whole thing is 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 out of order. So we're getting the results. The results can't be in order if the foundation is out of order. And what I mean by that is, like, children learn by observation before they can get all the words and feelings and all this put in, put in order. Um, so they see. They're definitely looking for the right reason, though. They're looking to learn. And if there's no healthy example available, or just maybe, maybe there was a mother and a father in the household, but their dynamics was, 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 uh, didn't promote certain things, it's kind of hard for some to believe outside of their family that this is the way to go. So even if somebody does come along and try to give some good information, you they wait. You know all the shit. Remember. All the shit that Ali talks, he's about a genuine cool ass nigga to me. I fuck with Ali. Yeah. I don't fuck I, with motherfuckers. I don't fuck with motherfuckers that don't take care of their kids, smoke weed with their kids, drink with their kids, nigga. You're not going to sit up in here and smoke weed. You can smoke weed with me. But you, my kids ain't, ain't going to sit there and smoke. Any 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 motherfucking little uh, uh, 35, 40-year-old nigga can't sit up and smoke with me. He can't, he, can't, he can't do what the fuck I do. Nigga, get your mind right. You can't be me. I'm not going to participate in it. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. And if you don't like me, stay the fuck away from me. And that's, that's just the way I roll. I don't play with kids or niggas that don't take care of their kids. <clears throat> some um, some may tell you that they're taking care of their kids because they know if they don't tell you that, you won't affiliate with them. I'm not I'm not saying somebody don't lie to you, but just a percentage. It's a small percentage. You somebody my might have told you something. My my circle is very small. Very. Oh, right. Okay. Then okay. So that way. Okay, got it. So okay, I was just saying that the whole thing is out of order, and this is this is. Um, I mean, look, we got folks old enough to be my grandmother out here. 
she she was the same mindset as a twenty year old. Okay, when I came from, your grandmother had a role. She needs to give it up. She needs to give it up and stop trying to toot her ass up and and put on all them girders and hang out and keep it popping. I notice that a woman when she gets to be thirty five and she loses her pop, as you call it, a motherfucker still try to pop. Get your ass somewhere and sit your old drunk ass down. Okay. Okay. Can we and be a mother and a grandmother and a role model, or, or, or donate some time to goddamn me womanhood? But about okay. you trying to befriend a a, 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 a young adol- as adolescent? No. Oh hell no. A- adolescent. Yeah, yeah. You you teaching the child the wrong thing. Oh, you okay. equal. You don't need a, a man. Woman, Hold on. Listen, a woman that that wears a woman that wears today. Kind of clothes, or like them spandex pants and all that type of shit. Them pants and them dresses that be all up in your ass and all that shit. And women think that shit is cool to wear that type of shit. When they go to the store, the grocery store, the mall, they think those are just a pair of pants to wear all the time, tied up on your legs and your ass with, with motherfucking knowing that they got demon lookers out there looking all up in your ass. A woman like that. She don't need to be trying to lead no little girl nowhere in pants like that. Miss me with the bullshit. Mm-hmm. Okay. I agree. Not, she is not teaching a young woman how to be a woman. She is teaching a young woman how to live in today's world as a whole. Why, 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 why do they dress them up at such a, a Barbie doll age and put them on the bootsier and all that shit and then put lipstick on? Oh, she's going. Oh, she's going to be the queen this weekend. That's that Ramsey Bonet shit. They still ain't found her. I don't believe. Uh, but that's some weird sick shit when you. Uh, uh, dressing dressing that little girl up and, and doing all that stuff. It's a, it's it's a way that you can make her look pretty, you know, when she's getting baptized. But why you got to put all this rouge on her when she's going to the prom? And you put Beyonce. Beyonce is not a role model shaking her ass in a sexual fashion up and down, round and round, side to side, ass when you can see all her thighs. Shorts with cheeks hanging out the back. Tits all out. Show me that ain't whack. You try to. That's crazy. What the hell are you doing, man? You know you can't drive. Sis is complaining about Come on, man. Nobody can't drive, man. Shit. Man, motherfucker, I drive. I swear. You know, scissors. Well, how are you gonna complain about a motherfucker can't driving when you drive drinking, nigga? Your motherfucker, crazy motherfucking ass. You got vodka in your ice chest right now, nigga. When you turn, you got vodka in your ice chest, nigga. I don't have nothing. I I let my ice chest. You drank it all, then, nigga. No, my ice chest has been dry for at least three weeks. Yes. Okay. We ain't heard him talking, neither. Okay. We ain't heard that okay. ice rolling around. And, Come no, on, listen, listen, get you some of this. No, no, listen. No, listen. We had listen. I, had, I hadn't had nothing 
the week before I went to Alabama. Yeah. I didn't have nothing the week of I went to Alabama. Yeah. And I ain't had nothing the week after Alabama. Matter of fact, it's going on four weeks. Yeah. See that? Yeah. Well, four weeks. wonderful. Keep that going. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, see, I need, I need to, I need to make y'all understand. Thank you. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm yeah. a functioning motherfucker. I function. You know, and you probably function. Yeah, you probably did quit. You probably did quit. Once we found out how fucked up you was when I had that, I thought it was a snake in the back of the car when I was helping somebody move. I remember that day. And you was driving, and you had alcohol in the car. And it's been about five weeks since then, so I'm gonna have to go ahead and give you an. I'm gonna have to give you an applause with you, then, nigga. (laughs) You know what they were? We was talking all that healthy shit on the show. See, 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 we be, we be, we be. They talking about we be going over the up the limit. Nigga, we be talking some healthy shit, and it be touching everybody's heart. Now, he, we might not admit it. Wait, 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 wait. Don't get Mr. Screw, now. Wait, wait. Don't get Mr. Screw, because I'm not drinking. And look, look. Don't get Mr. Screw, because I'm not drinking and driving, and I'm still not drinking. So y'all got some shit that's got I got to fix that up a little bit. You know, there's still some drinking going on. One step, right. But at least you're not in the car with it. So... So now we work on the I next don't drink. We'll cut back on that, too. Look, no, look. No, don't drink and drive. Coke will be better. It's easy to find. <laughs> Just pull over for a minute. Then you ain't driving. Get in the, uh, get in the back. God damn it, shit. I'm easy. It's, uh, let me tell you all something about alcohol, man. Let me tell you all something about – see, I'm not, a, I'm not a woman beater. I don't raise hell. I'm a, I'm a giggler, and I love to listen to music and drive. And that was my thing. And I ended up in the penitentiary drinking and driving. I didn't kill anyone. And the police knew me. They said, look at this drunk motherfucker. Man, you all right. You all right. Let me call somebody for you. And they did that five fucking times. And I hadn't done shit but just got caught. Caught. The motherfucker went, motherfucker, Mr. Crosley, we're, we're bonding you over to Superior Court. You're not getting it. I said, can I say something? She said, no. You can't say shit. No, no. Go ahead and say it. I say I won't do it no more. Burn him over to Superior Court. He he think I'm playing. Ended up in the penitentiary drinking and driving, listening to that Bobby Womack, B.B. King, in the same fucking spot. And that was my thing. That was my thing, you know. I mean, I was raised to listen to B.B. King, clean the car, and put something on nice, stop by the cleaners and shit. And I thought that was acceptable. That's a, that's, a, that's, a, that's a southern thing. That's a southern thing. We we do blues. We do all. We do jazz. We do it all. You know. Right. We do that thing. Right. We, we we listen to that thing like that. Y'all sure do. Some good do liquor blues. and some blues. And, and you in a Cadillac and you floating and it's Thursday, motherfucker. Every day like a bell would ring. King, it's time for you to get dressed and get your ass in that car. And motherfucker sit there every weekend and get me. Every weekend. Look, you know, Jay King was talking about a guy as a guy named Rome. I said, man, that is certain artist. Like, you know, come down here and talk about you can't do that shit. Motherfucker listen to Rome all that's our that's our fucking our our nighttime, you know, down here. We we listen to a lot of different shit. It's just a lot of different down here. It's, it's, people listen to a lot of different things. So it's not like just one culture, it's it's many cultures. Many cultures mix with the other cultures. 
you know, and and we look. Let me say this: our our age group, I'm gonna say, has has always appreciated music in this different form, you know. Uh, but this this music group music down here is home. We call it ballroom music. That's what I call it. There's certain music that you you drink around, like he's talking about the drinking and things like that. Certain music we play in the hall when when people like in the mood, you know. But when motherfuckers hear some different shit and they appreciate some different shit, they appreciate that different shit. Different shit. Good. Well, speaking of different scissors, are you are you close to wanting to add one juice smoothie, vegetable smoothie to your morning or, or night routine. Let me let me tell you let me tell you what I'm about to do for you. Let, let me tell you what I'm about to do. I'm about to get go to this, this place and arm me a sandwich and I'm gonna get a banana drink with it. That sounds good. That sounds delicious. That yeah, sounds, yeah, with a banana daiquiri. Banana daiquiri. Wait a minute. Banana daiquiri. When you say daiquiri, <laughs> see, and then you chuckle like that. Yeah, that don't see now. You took all the reassurance that we had One day at a time, y'all. Shit. Just one drink at a time, y'all. Shit, don't put no pressure on it. All right. Shit, don't run him off like Jude. Now I'm worried about fucking Jude. I'm feeling the pit pressure from Kings in the morning. Right. That nigga, that nigga know that shit be making his high blood pressure go and, and, up. And, 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 and look, and Chrissy Smurf is the depression, the, the pressure of them all. I've already been accused. Okay. Er, thank you. You're late. You're late. <laughs> I've already been accused earlier. Of what? That is a key, falsely accused me. He said I, put, I put a word I in his mind. I don't get these that's possible. He said that just because he wanted to blame me for his own beautiful, uh, creative mind. You know, but it's okay. <clears throat> so you can't come in here today. Try tomorrow. I'll have room to be accused on tomorrow. I can schedule you in. <laughs> My goodness. But when you say daiquiri, it could be a virgin daiquiri, which means... A virgin? A, ver- yeah. a what? A virgin. A how you know the difference? <laughs> Ask her how do she know the difference? He's because he's he's I working his way out, off. I, because I he's working. Out, so why don't you let the alcoholic let me, listen? Let me if you if you drink me, like me and that man that drink, let me tell you something. Let him work his way off. Let him let him let him just play the psychological game. Do you know what cream? Do you know you ever had cream banana? You ever had cream banana rum? No. Yeah. No. Oh, no. it's, yeah. it's, it's delicious. It sounds it's, like it's sweet. It's, it's, it's delicious. Is it sweet? Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, it's sweet. It's so good you can eat. You can drink so much of it. It's so good to where you get the diarrhea drinking that shit. It's oh, always hey, so good. Wow. You can't say, stop. Say, ooh, we. Say, ooh, we. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, look at if it didn't make, if I if I wasn't, you know what? If I wasn't afraid that it wouldn't make my stomach hurt. destroy you, it, yeah, man. Right now, right now, right now, no. just talking about it, it makes my look, fucking stomach hurt, bro. I had a bad experience with the shit when I was 
doing that treatment, that motherfucking stomach hurt so bad to where as I say, God, I'll never oh, yeah, none of that kind of treatment me again. No, 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 no. You can't. You no. can't no. have treatments and drinks. No, no that don't work. Why does this person think you looking for accidents all damn day? Okay. Just jump out. Then you got a fool with a damn electric bike. He think he on a motorcycle. The motherfucker think he working with speed. They got some. <laughs> we think so. we, look, look, look. I'm, I'm being clutch. I'm, so we have out here what's called ghost bikes. You guys know ghost bikes, are? Uh, uh, well, is it like ghost riding you, your car? No, 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 no. So what happens uh, is where people get hit, they leave what's called ghost bikes. So they take a bike and they paint it white. And it put it there, it symbolizes somebody's death from a bike, oh, right? Wow. Okay. So anyway, let's 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 go let's go past that. Okay. Some people really believe that in their mind that they have the right of way because they own a bike. They in their mind they believe they have the right of way because they're on a bike. All jokes aside. They will drive between you. Look, you stop at a sign and you already pause, you already pull up, they'll turn in front of you. And then when you hit, it's like, oh, my bad. No, not your fucking bad. You have to obey the fucking same signs we do. There's no fucking stipulations on, oh, you know, since you're on a bike, you get all free passes on all all symbols and stop signs and whoop dee whoop dee do. No! Are we talking about a motorcycle or are we talking about a bicycle? No, bicycle. Bicycle. I thought the bicycle has its own lane. No, not every city snitch. Okay. Not every city snitch. We we have some now. We have just we have just but we have taken some away because in some places they're they're unneeded. Right. They're unneeded. Right. But at the same time, snitch. Let me say. Yes. I can't stand a bike rider. <laughs> that man don't have a car. He try to get there the best way no, he no, can. Listen. He got to do it on no, the wheels. No. I, I didn't wheels. say, listen, I, I'm not talking about him riding the bike. I'm talking about the rider himself. The motherfucker who feel like he is above the law. Like the motherfucker driving in a titanium fucking car. No. You, you, you got pieces of aluminum. It ain't that thick. You get wrapped around it real easy. <laughs> you know, so look, there was there was one incident after my rock, real real story. A guy left drunk. His daddy had just bought him a brand new sports car. He came down Esplanade and killed three people, mm-hmm. including the black woman who was our time, from our time. Wow. Yep. And the crazy part is, is that. He, he called himself laughing in the back before the sentence came. And the judge called him out and told him, said, I find it despicable that you come to look for a lesser plea sentence and you're in the back laughing about this. That guy has been getting his ass up every day. Now, his dad was a police officer. Big time, big And so when he would call to talk about talking to his son, they would whip his ass after every time he called. 
Wow. They will beat the shit out of him. And to his dad, he told his dad, don't call him. Every time you call him, they beat the shit out of him. Mm. Yep. They beat the shit out of him. Wow. Me? I don't want to inside of jail. Yep. I uh I laid there and I listened once I sobered up because I I stay I, I was just in a maze that I'm in prison. How the fuck I end up here? And I'm like, thank God I didn't kill nobody. If you wake up in prison, that's something that you can't take back that you have taken a life. And you listen that mothers drinking and driving. You, I mean, you, 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 you really. That's a big. You know what? That, that is a big organization that people don't talk about. You fucking right, man. That's, I had them. They was serious. in court. I thought that's I could buy was, my yeah. way. I, I thought I could buy my way out of everything. Always, get a lawyer. I found out. I found out through my. It, I found out through my DWI that in every DWI case. That when people being prosecuted, there's a representative from drunk mothers, drunk drunk drivers, drunk drunk well, mothers against drunk drivers. Yeah, man. Right. Mm-hmm. The judge, you could you could talk your way out of the judge, it's all- but it's the public. It's 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 the, hey, they everybody was voted in the office. Like they they can't just sit there and let your ass go because you was what 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 I, what I I tried to make light of it. Never did anything. They came and picked me up. What about the time that you could kill yourself or somebody in the car? Man, I just sat there and thought about that shit, thought about that shit, thought about that shit. Then I had an attorney. He said, you know, my best friend, they was drunk. And uh, my, uh, the best friend lived, but his friend didn't. They were just driving drunk at night. And that's what I was doing, uh, me and my partner. We, Man, I was, I was fucking up, fucking up. Man, I was having a good time. Uh, you've made your adjustment. So then you'll I'm hear glad. people say, oh, I drive better drunk. Man, I'm like, damn. I used yeah, to say people, that. People say that they're more relaxed. That's yeah, yeah, relaxed. you know. Yeah. People say I used to drive fast. I didn't think so. Well, I'm just glad that you've given it up. Um for the car. We're working on it. See, let me tell you something about alcoholism. I'm a a recovering alcoholic. I'll never say that I'm I'm well. Motherfucker, I deal with this shit on a day-to-day basis. A day-to-day basis. I ain't gonna lie to you. I will pop me a beer, but then once I get to, get, once I taste it, and then Val go to look at me, man, I say fuck this shit. It ain't work. You know, I, you, you say one more. There's one more. That's it. I don't want to. That's, that's <laughs> you say that. <laughs> you, you keep saying that. You buy one more. I got people right now that are swiping down. Like Fred, ain't stop drinking. Fred, it sounds like you drinking. Fred, you drinking? I'm like, yeah. Well, that's the devil in you. I know what the yeah, fuck I'm doing, yeah. and I don't own that to nobody. 
And then people like to joke at you, you, like you, but that don't be that don't be nothing but the devil though trying to get you going, you know. <clears throat> but uh, if I enjoy it, if I you know if I if I wanna, I just can't sit here at home and do it. I mean, hell, I'd have been asking out of Mexico, a motherfucker. So you ain't you bought the drink package, or I'll buy up a whole bunch of liquor. Don't get me wrong, you catch me in a liquor store, shopping my ass off. But do you know what? I don't drink it. I give it away. Uh, uh, man, I be cocktailing people. But, I, you know, I just, it's just one of them things. At Christmas time, I got to have it around me. I, I don't know what the fuck it is, man. It's, 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 it's fucked up. <laughs> it's fucked up. It is. Shit. <laughs> so when you've been doing something for so long, and, it, it, you know, at my home, uh, when we were in California, that you know, on Fridays, that's what you live to do. And your mom and dad, you know, they had liquor. Your brother and sisters had liquor around. So you didn't know that, you know, this motherfucking shit will kill you. It's making you a different person. I mean, mm-hmm. this is this is amazing. I can taste my food. I know where my motherfucking money at. Man, man, I used to wake up, be four, five, six hundred dollars in the back seat of the car. Val likes to me. Hey, we going grocery shopping? When you getting up? When? I'm like, I don't know where the fucking money. I don't know who I gave my money away to last night. Motherfucker say, hey, you got some jumper cables? I go out there and look in the back seat of the fucking car. It's seven $100 bills back there. I'm like, Phew. I thought I really fucked up. So I, it, it was very unmanageable for me. It was very, I don't know how it is for anyone else. And if that's, if, if you if you Irish, if you that's what you do, that's what you do. I love you, but it wasn't it wasn't good for me. It was not good for me. <laughs> I had a lot of fun, but I don't remember where my money at. Shit. <laughs> One more day. I'm just so glad I didn't. I'm just so glad I didn't run over nobody or kill nobody. You know. And I still got my liver. Yeah. And you still got your liver. Yeah. Boy, women can't drive. I swear they can't drive. They can't do it. They, just, they ought to take all of them live. They ought to take them all. All women should have all of them. Across the board. They take Man. all of them. And then, and then you they need to put the... two-way street on the corner, and you stop in the middle of the corner of the street. And they got oncoming traffic for real. Yeah, and put them in, in rows. They shouldn't have. They shouldn't. And then cover it. Put them in veils. Damn it. Snitchy. She listening. Mm-hmm. You know what? What's going on? Yeah, I, I don't understand this thing, man. Trump say there's he he didn't already called out a whole a war. He said uh, if we he's not it. on the ballot, if he ain't able to vote, there's going to be an all-out war. That's what he said. Yeah, and he get any man, he getting some more momentum too. He getting momentum like a motherfucker. Well, let me say this. You know. All them black people voted for blind buying ass. Thought they gonna get something. 
and they ain't mm-hmm. get shit. Yeah, a lot of black people thought Kamala, Kamala Harris, that little fucking bitch, her name, with all that. Kamala Harris. She was so-called Kamala. black female. I told him that, you know, I said, she only do that shit when it's called. I said, but you need to go look at her history in California. She fucked up. Hey, hey, Charles, I'm representing Snitchy today. <laughs> what you doing looking for that nigga woman? You keep her, you keep her name out your mouth, dog. <laughs> yeah, I'm What's going on? You ever seen Snitchy today? Yeah. <laughs> She's in time. I know they mad at me. They mad at me. I say, God damn it, you need to stop goddamn me picking picking a high quality trying to pick you a high quality nigga and pick somebody like you. <laughs> I know some motherfuckers mad at me.
Thank you. 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 <laughs> that nigga at the bar. Yeah. <laughs> Big Charles says, thank you, sir. This nigga with you for me for lunch, Big Charles. The shrimp. The shrimp. That nigga said the shrimp. Nigga. I can't eat you. I'm allergic to shrimp. I just popped out two years ago. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. They told wow. me I was allergic to. They said I was allergic to shrimp and scallops. Man, and you survived all that time? That's crazy. All that time, man. But now I'm wow. I'm, I'm not eating. I wasn't eating it all the time, though, but I was. I, I did have some shrimps before and shit, and I didn't know, man. You 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 know what else I'm allergic to? What? J J King's common reading. <laughs> I'm allergic to J King's common reading, man. That shit really make me break out. You know I get highs and shit. I get pimples and shit. When J. King get to reading them comments. He's a cold nigga. You know that J. King is something else. He gonna come in here and turn that shit off here in a minute. He gonna come in here at about 3 o'clock. God damn it, y'all still talking? Yeah, that nigga gonna come. He listening. He he gonna come back. I know how he get down. That nigga listening, playing music and dipping in on our shit. Unless he got to go to one of them them uh, chamber meetings. Yeah, he got to go well, it's there. Monday. Ruffle feathers to get their ass together. Now, this is, what we got. this is how we're going to run this here. I'd like to see him with a cigar in his mouth. God damn, it works. You know Jay ain't going to put no cigar in his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> that nigga no. rather be dead than get caught with a cigar in his mouth. <laughs> that nigga Jay King do not like cigarettes, cigars, alcoholic drinks. He don't fuck with none of it. No, he don't. But it would be funny to see him with a cigar when he do Pastor Lovelace. Well, you know, he ain't going to do that either because, see, he might get addicted. He might get addicted and then the nigga end up smoking cigars with Big Charles. Mm 
<laughs> yeah, oh my goodness. Scissor's call fell off, but um, hopefully I'll hear him um, when he calls back. No, he so, he hung up. The, the nigga over there at the one man bar that just gave that nigga a banana daiquiri. You didn't hear him order it, the motherfucker. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I heard him. That nigga said, "Yeah, give me a banana. Yeah, banana daiquiri. Yeah, with extra milk." That nigga said, "I'm not waiting on the shrimp. I'm eating on the shrimp right now." That nigga, he making love to the food when he ordering the shit. I'm like, God damn, nigga. That nigga, I've never seen a nigga say. Yes, uh, let me have those shrimps. And, uh, <laughs> that's how that nigga was ordering. That nigga turned into a whole other motherfucker. That's a sentence I have never heard before when he ordered that food just now. Oh yeah, the, um, but that's that's regular right there. That sister does that. You just might not. Oh, you've been with him before, huh? You've been no, out there with him before there at the deli. He's trying to tell you. King Fred to tell you. We've heard him ordering all kinds of stuff. That's how come King Fred said he haven't heard him with the ice bag because he, oh, he wow. got a whole routine when he get off. Don't try to put whole... me in that. Don't try to put me in that. That's what you heard. Don't try to do that, no, that bullshit. You, you said, no, no, said no, no. You haven't heard him in his ice chest. He no, got a whole routine. Verbatim. Police. Snitchy oh, poop. God. <laughs> Motherfucking We will. I mean, we, that's how. This we is know. not an honest. This is not an honest and politically correct show. Why do you <laughs> always have to be the honest, John? Okay. Okay. So, um, lie I a little bit. Say shit. You just always try to get me to start swearing. Why do you want swearing? me to swear, King Fred? Yes. Why you want me out here? Why? Why? Is that important for me to do well, that? Shit. Just say shit. <laughs> I... Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChumpaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VDW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.